Without Hollywood, America would only have football and MMA. And without you fucking up all the time, we wouldn't have me on the show. That's so why. Like, that's we, why we have me on the fucking show to back you up all the time. So hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? Um, it's everything MMA. Your host, Samaria. Another guy, Chris SG. Hope you guys are having a great day. And make sure you guys get that right. It's the other guy, Chris G. No, not, it's, it's you know. It's the best guy, Chris SG. The other guy is a fucking washed up tool. He can't even pronounce his li- lines right. You know, I just fucked so up. That so that one just actor or actress, actress. Said, stu- <laughs> actress said stupid shit about pretty much she was going off on Trump at first, right? Yeah, I think she was going off on Trump. I think that was like the main gist of it, that she was going off on Trump. And that's then she just... They were talking about it on TMZ, like was with Dana. Didn't you, do you think maybe she was aiming it towards your organization because you came out and spoke for Trump, and this is why she's attacking him like this or the sport like this? And he basically defended it, saying, you know, it, I mean, it really doesn't matter if she was or not. We're a diverse sport where we have champions all over the world that do fights all over the world, and. You know, she doesn't understand the art form and the dedication that the athletes put into the sport to be able to produce what they're producing. So she really didn't know what she was talking about in the first place. So the bottom line is, you know, first of all, who is she? First of all, who is she really? I I, I don't know. I really well, don't. I mean, I know who she is. I mean, a lot of the white people like myself probably know who she is. Um, we've seen her, you know, movies. Which ones? Um Exactly. No one knows. <laughs> no one knows. Not even your fans know what you've been in, you know? So she's she's one of those old time A-list actors where she was like the best of the best back in the day. And now she comes in movies here and there, you know, shit that we haven't heard about or talked about or anything that's not relevant to us right now. I mean, she's not Kylie Jenner, obviously. So nobody knows what the hell's going on with her life and, you know, the updates of what's going on here and there with her personal life or you know her relationships so yeah she's pretty irrelevant when you when you say it like that but she was something at one time so that's that's where that's where these people come from though you have to understand that that's where that kind of leads to some so they fade away and then they find you know that one spot to come back into the spotlight right so that's what happened it, yeah, she, it's, she, it's basically like, it's basically like that guy. We bring this up all the time. You have to come, keep on reminding me his name. The guy, the Charlie Brennan. No, not Charlie fucking oh. Brennan. Um, the other guy. Um, he's like, you know who the fuck I am. And oh, he's like, who the yeah, fuck yeah. is that guy, Conor McGregor? Jer- Jeremy Stevens. Yes, it basically Jeremy Stevens. They they see somebody very popular, very relevant. Trump's very popular, very relevant. You either hate him, you really fucking hate the guy to death, or you either like the guy a lot. And it's there's not very many people in the middle. So when you bring it up, it's very relevant. It gets a lot of people's emotions stirring. So it's going to make you, the person who said it, seem relevant too. Because you're kind of piggybacking off that fame. It's the same thing in, in my perspective as that. But she had to, you know, like take a jab at MMA. She said something about it not being arts, even though it's called mixed martial arts. I know. That's the, the greatest irony of all of it. There are different types of arts. Well, it's fighting in the styles. Sport, yeah. But it's still art. 
Because she would say something something stupid like dancing is art. Well, guess what? Moving around and punching people is art. Well, Defending I mean, yourself is art. Like we talked about before on the podcast with uh, Dominic Cruz. I mean, the right. way that guy moves is art. I would say that guy, the way that guy moves is art. It is art. Defensive art. Look at Mayweather. Defensive art. Let's say fucking Mike Tyson. That's fucking art. Yeah. You can't just throw a punch and, you know. Hope to hit somebody. I mean, look at Ronda Rousey. She threw a lot of punches. Didn't hit really anything. The way she was moving. Okay, she was dancing in there. Art. Who who was dancing? Rousey, you know she's doing the. Uh, she wasn't teach dancing. Me how to Dougie. <laughs> she was, you know, she was teach me how to get knocked out. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it looked like in that fight. Um, so that's that's very weird that somebody would come out of the woodworks like this and just attack him. I mean, it's, it's a cr- pretty crazy that people are getting that desperate that we're going after mixed martial arts. But it's kind of cool in a sense that MMA is becoming relevant enough to be compared in the same phrase as like football. Because, I mean, she she was talking about football, wasn't she? Yeah, she said that the only thing whole... we'll have is football and mixed martial arts. But I don't think she knows football because football is like the most watched sport, you know, besides NBA. Yeah, everybody but knows. But that's the football. American sport. That right? is American sport. It's all simple. American. It's not like um, worldwide sport. Yeah, it's not. You nobody know? cares about football outside of the U.S., really. So Right. So... You know, um, football is big. It's huge. And the, the Super the Bowl fact, is huge. The fact that she compares the two is is pretty crazy because that shows that she just doesn't know. Neither. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I kind of find it a compliment to MMA. Like, hey, we're, we're kind of like Yeah, yeah we're in the same that. level. We're the football. same level. But speaking of people who talk shit and whine a lot, I mean, we just heard about your boy, Tyrone Woodley. My boy. Shh she's definitely not my boy so Tyron Woodley has accepted the rematch now finally which looked like it wasn't going to happen because typical crybaby Woodley has to go around saying like oh it was rigged it was rigged look at the people he called out okay Nick Diaz I want the money fight GSP I want the money fight Michael Bisping I try to pretend I'm Rick Ross. And, and all those three guys, you know, who... Um, my dark shades First of all, on. Nick Diaz has been away for like two years. GSP has been away for three, four years. And Bisping is bigger than him. I mean, it's right? ironic that like people are getting so mad at, you know, Connor for calling out Mayweather. It's like, oh, you're calling out this old man just to get like right off the sales of his fame. But then when other people do it, like Woodley... You know, he's not as famous as Nick Diaz. Nobody cares about him. Like we talked about before. Nobody cares if like he goes up in a fight and like, oh shit, I want to pay to see that. No, hell no. You want to see Nick Diaz. You want to definitely one of the Diaz brothers because they're going to talk shit, yep. make it interesting. You want to see like John Jones because that's going to be a great fight. You want to see Rumble Johnson knock people out. Probably don't want to see Demetrius Johnson because he's just going to be whoever he fights. You want to see Cruz. Cruz is pretty interesting. Yep. Cody Garbrandt, he's he's getting very interesting now. Yep. So these are people you want to see fight, not fucking boring ass poser Rick Ross looking motherfucker. I I hate that video he did. <laughs> I hate that little video he did where he comes out of the little suburban or whatever it was in his dark shades looking like I was like, dude, you're not famous yet. You're not even close to famous. Nobody knows who you are. He has less than like five million Instagram followers. He's nothing. He's a nobody. Does he even have one million? We should look that up. So. Look that up. You quick. should look that up right now. 
We need to find that out. But I mean, deck fight was so close that how could he go around you saying... You cannot call that a win. He has 122.2 thousand followers. Oh my gosh. So this guy is a You want to compare yourself to Nick Diaz? Yeah, let's see what Nick Diaz has. That fucker has 423.3 followers. Followers. I'm surprised he doesn't have that much. I well, think it's, it's I think it's, it's just because he doesn't care. It's double. Well, I mean, it, it's uh, double, but I think it's just because, you know, Diaz brothers don't really give a fuck. See, and look, Nathan Diaz, right? 790.7 thousand. Why does Nathan have so many? Because he's fought recently? You think it's because of the McGregor yeah, it's, thing? It's the McGregor thing. It's a McGregor yeah. thing. So McGregor made Nate Diaz more famous than yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty crazy. I didn't think that would happen like that. What do you think is going on with other people like GSP or Nick? Do you, do you think they're going to come back and fight? You think GSP is just full of shit? Like well, Dana I know thinks- I know that uh, Nick Diaz was offered three fights and he declined all three of them. So I would love for him to come back. Would you fight him if he came back? Yeah. You'd fight him? Hell yeah. Get my ass kicked in the first round and get a big fat paycheck. But would you even make it interesting? I mean, you're very, you're not very interesting in the show. I mean, you're very easy to make fun of. You got holes in your fucking shirt. Hey, fucking, it's, uh, it's the Kanye style. Have you no, not, fuck that. Are you not keeping style. up with fashion? Dude, it looks like Moss are just tearing that shirt apart. You guys got to see this. He's got like where he got his pocket on his shirt. He's got a fucking <laughs> giant hole. I could rip that shit and tear half the shirt on his back. He's got like it looks like he was stabbed like three times, and there's like hole marks right there. I don't think Easy's designing like just stabbed by hobo style. Oh, he is. And it's expensive. Anyways, fucking Woodley finally accepted the fight with Thompson. Finally. Finally, because that, fu- that fucker was ducking. He was like, I won. No, he didn't. It was a draw. That's yeah. not a win. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got, you know, I deserve some other people. No, you don't. You couldn't even. Dude, he, Finish. Couldn't, he couldn't even put Stefan. I mean, he had him. He had him. It was a guillotine, right? Yeah. In what round? What round was it? Fourth. I was like, dude, this is this is embarrassing, cause Stefan isn't as good as he used to be. I don't think he is. Really? No. I don't think he actually fought as good as he could fight. In that fight? Yeah. Cause if you if you see the fights with Allen Berger and Hendricks, he just completely destroyed them in the first round. The other guys, Allen Berger and and Hendricks, they well, had nothing. Well, speaking of Hendricks. Look at Johnny Hendricks coming around, you know, missing weight constantly. You think it's because the TRT's gone? He's one of the yep. guys who can't make it anymore? Yep. Just like your other boy, Vitor. Vitor is no more without yeah. that TRT. Yep. You see a lot of people declining in performance after USADA. Yeah. I mean, USADA just fucked it all up for a lot of people. Yep. For like Brock Lesnar, John do, Jones. Do you, like, look at the people who were at the top. And then they came in, and now they're like, they're either gone or they're barely coming back you know, off suspension. Johnny Hendricks Johnny has Hendrix. been looking ridiculous. Uh, Rafael dos Anjos got knocked out by freaking Alvarez. Yeah, and now he's blaming everything. Oh, he might as well blame Trump. Might as well. But. I, I just think, what if they brought it back? What do you, what do you think would happen? Do you think Vitor Holy would be the shit, king? dude. Do you think Vitor would come back and be king again? Actually, I don't think so. No? Who do you think? No. Who do you think would be the best? If we had everybody on TRT, who do you think would be the best? You know who would be like a god? Who? On TRT? 
John Jones. Oh God! I already think John and Alistair Alistair Overing. I think <sighs> Alistair Overing. If he was on me, TRT, you're gonna tell me. I've seen Al- Alistair Overing on the weigh-ins. You're gonna tell me he hasn't had his extra. Oh, he did. Has I mean, he's vitamins. been suspended. He's been suspended for steroids. It's not like oh, we found some metabolites. No, they found a freaking huge ass fucking jar of TRT in his <laughs> body. Of TRT in his body. Oh uh, shit! I you think Alistair Overing would be that good? Is it because yeah. of the fight against um, Brock Lesnar? Is that where you're basing it off of? No, no, no. I'm basing that off. Um, you know, because look, after um, he was able to take some punches, you know, before Usada, when he was in strike force, he would take punches and just smile and start punching back. Then Usada came in, people jabbed him, and he goes down. So he's basically like 20 years older now. Yeah. From the TRT. That's what I heard too. I heard, I heard it, it makes you. When you're like in your 40s and you take it, it makes you feel like you're in your mid-20s again. Yeah, that's crazy. That's actually good. I know. That's actually good, you know? I've never been against Why it. is that illegal? Well, I think it's it all comes down to like everything in life. It, it, you just follow the money. And you follow the money and like you told me how much they make off of when they test these people. They make a lot of money. Osada makes a lot of money and testing it, people. And you could see that, you know, um, high earners get tested the most. Because they want to catch those motherfuckers. Oh, that was nasty. They want to catch those motherfuckers because they make a lot well, of money Well, I think off of it's, them. it's not that they want to catch them. It's they want to have leverage over them. Say, like, say for Connor. Say if Connor was, like, going to go up and be like, yo, I'm going to do all this shit. And there's nothing you can do because I got all these fans and I got all this momentum behind me, right? Well, all Yusada has to do is come up and be like, all right, we're just going to test you, like, every day. And he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, you know what? I've, I've changed my, my plans. You know, I'm not going to do all that crazy shit I was going to do before. I'm going to be more in line with what you guys say. Right. I think it's more of a, a like a weapon of leverage so that, you know, if people get out of line or people they don't want to fight like or have fight, you know, they're just like, oh, you know what? Whatever. You're gone. You know, we don't want this guy to come back and fight no more. All right. Let's have this guy pop. He already did his thing. There, there was a guy, a fighter, Adam Hunter. Who came into the UFC. He got a fight. He was about to fight. I think it was like just a few days before his fight. He got caught with something. So right before his first fight in the UFC. He got caught. They just they just got rid of him. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? You know. The biggest opportunity for a fighter. Comes up. And you fuck it up. Thanks Usada. Thanks Obama. It was probably Obama huh? <laughs> That comes back to the, it's probably Trump, but, um, I don't know. I, I, I see the reason why, like more. Let, let me ask you really quick. Hold on. Let me ask you really quick. Really quick. Let me get on this. One. How many fighters have been, have been popped for steroids under Obama? Well, hold on. Let me, let me go on to my thing and then you can go with your little Obama thing. So I, 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 I try to be fair with some of this shit or as fair as I can be and say, well, they probably don't want everybody on roids because then you know people do look up to these people you know whether you're you know 40 or you're 16 and you're watching john jones fight you're like man i i want to train and i want to be just like that guy and you know i want to be in the gym grind hard and turn out to be like him and if you have him on trt 
regardless, because people don't understand that the drug doesn't make you who you are. They just think when you have the drug in there, that that's what makes you what you are. It's just, oh man, he just took the drug and now he's amazing because he took it. So then it's going to change the mentality of all these younger people are, people aren't educated in that subject. And they're like, oh man, I'm just going to start fucking taking this shit and I'm going to become like that. And then they don't become like that and they get depressed and it really fucks with them. So I think that's the reason mainly why you could be defending against, you know, TRT and those kind of performance enhancers. That's where I'm trying to come up with why they're against it. But go on with your Obama thing. So how many people, how many fighters have been popped under Obama administration? There's only like two fighters that I've cared about or three that I've cared about that popped. How many have popped under Trump? Why well, he's not even president. Exactly, zero. Make, uh, make America great again. Well, I mean, UFC just doesn't happen only in America. We already went over that. It's pretty. That's pretty fucking messed up, man. So, anyways, <laughs> coming from the Mexican of the show, um, what I wanted to talk about is these old ass fighters, man. Can we go over the uh, the nominations for the World MMA Awards? Was there anybody I cared about in them? Uh, do you care about Michael Bisping, Cerrone, Cyborg? I don't know why she's a nominee. Oh, you better not say that. Cyborg is number one in my book. <laughs> number one. Number one fan. Number one fan. Check that out. Shit. But, okay, so they said they said Khabib was the best comeback fighter. That's what I've heard. All right, let's go down the list, all right? Okay. These sure. are the official nominees and all that stupid shit. So Charles Mask Lewis. Fighter of the Year Award nominees are Michael Bisping, Donald Cerrone, Cody Garbrandt, Conor McGregor, and Stipe Miocic. Who would you give that to? I got it for Michael Bisping. He beat Anderson Silva, and he beat Rockhold for the belt, and he beat Hendo. So you're basing your opinion off of upset victories? Yes. He got knocked out by Anderson, and he still won. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess I'll give it to you at that. But why not McGregor? Uh, McGregor, because, you know, um, you could say that he fought. Well, he took a loss last year. Yeah. Michael Bisping didn't take a loss. Yeah, but I mean, Bisping's, Bisping is big. I, I'll give you that. But he's big and. So, do you, okay. Also, because you know, Anderson Silva is a Hall of Famer. Legend of the sport. Henderson Silva. So is no, 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 no. Dan Henderson. These people are out far, far, far out of their prime. Yeah, yeah, fighters. but they're still legends. Yeah, but you if, know? I mean, if you fight an old man like Muhammad Ali after he gets up out of his wheelchair, you're going to tell me you're a fucking legend because you beat him? I mean, come on. There's got to be a point where you say, okay, this guy is no longer who he used to be. Therefore, we can't give him that same you know reputation when I beat him. It's like It's like they beat an average fighter at this point. I mean, they're so old in the fighting realm of things. And, I mean, he did all right. I wouldn't say he did very good. Especially against Dan Henderson, it was very close. I mean, Dan Henderson fucked him up. He fucked him up like Johnny Hendricks fucked up GSP. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I, you can't come off and say, like, he did amazing and he did great and blah, 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 blah. I still have Michael Bisping for Fighter of the Year. I don't know. I'm. I agree with you somewhat on that. Um, I would say 
it's a t- it's it's a close one with me because Cody, yes, he's cool and he's becoming more relevant, but he's too fresh. He's too fresh. Um, Donald Cerrone is too much of I'm gonna go waterboarding, but then I'm gonna kick somebody's <laughs> ass, and then I'm gonna get my ass kicked. And, and he joined I'm... the association. So yes, how could you give him credit for that? He's anti UFC, but he ditched the association. Now he's pro UFC again. I did not hear this news. Let's go on about this. When did you hear about this? Right, really why, quick. So um, why the hell didn't you tell me this? So Donald Cerrone, you know, he's like you said, fucking snowboarding skydiving all that and i'm a fan of donald Cerrone, by the way just so So, everybody gets that clear i've I've been a big fan of him ever since i saw him be was it joel or yoel it was j-o-e-l i think young kid coming off a lot of uh wins basically like um tim story did i just fuck that up again no no yeah that's it's not tim story and the mixing of two people's names yeah tim means i'm making tim (laughs) Tim means means. Um, and rick story rick story yes I, I totally that was that a up. really great performance but he was fighting at lightweight before so let me get to the story really quick so donald cerrone you know he's one of the fighters who loves to fight a lot you know right. so he's always asking for fights and they always give him a fight you know um you know the average fighter fights like maybe three four times a year if you're not like, even no i mean we're, we're talking about like like, like up and comers i guess Oh, I guess. And, okay. and, but if okay. you're like Conor McGregor, you could just fight once a year. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, Anderson Silva fights once a year. So you're talking about established fighters. Yeah, yeah. You know, so people that make it up to the point where you could you could only fight once a year. You know, because um, when you're Anderson Silva, when you're making Anderson Silva money, you could just fight. You know, for one year, one time, a year, and and you'll be good. Not like all these other fighters making twenty thousand. A fight, you or know, like a thousand dollars a fight, like yeah, a thousand dollars, and you have to fight like a thousand times too. His name is Brendan. It's Brendan the Afro boy. Brendan. Oh, oh Charlie Brennan. Charlie Brennan. So yeah, you know, like, like if you were to compare him to Silva, Silva fights yeah, once, and, and he could take a one year vacation. These, um, not these red moons are really getting to me. You know. Alrighty. Did you take shots? Red moons. All right. <laughs> They're kind of like a different drink that you probably know what I'm talking about. Could we get in trouble for that? Probably could. Can we? No. No. No, we're good. <laughs> we're good? Yeah, we're good. It's probably a different color. It's probably a different color. <laughs> I'm still not going to do it. Whatever. Okay. So, um, you know, so the UFC has always been nice to Donald Cerrone. There was an incident a while back. I think this was before you got into When he the got sport. injured? No, no, no. Oh. Where he was like in um, Lake Havasu. Again? Yeah. So he was like out, out there and he got into an argument with some other guy. And he fucked him up? And, and he jumped into his boat and started like, you know, what the fuck, this and that. So the guy was like, all right, this guy's famous. You know, when you're famous and you're making good money, people, you know. Want to get beat up They want that money. They want to get beat up They want to get beat up by you. So this guy, <coughs> excuse me. This guy uh, pressed charges and it got all crazy, you know, lawsuit and everything. And then Dana came in and they're like, Donald, don't worry. You know, just focus on your fight. I know you're not because you're out here in Lake Lake Havasu fucking partying and all this stupid shit. So, you know. Meanwhile. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Meanwhile, so, other fighters in the gym grinding their fucking Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they're like, hey, Dana, you know, I can't pay rent. Can you spot me like 300 bucks? Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> so... Dana, um, I go back to that one clip they always use, like, 
And he's laughing. He's like, <laughs> I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's probably seen it by now. But so, um, you know, Dana took care of that, you know, so that incident just fucking disappeared. No. So later on, which was last year, 2016, you know, the F Fighters Association hit him up like, hey, Donald, you know, come over here. You know, let's help help us out. We got to help the fighters. It's not about you. It's not about us. It's about the fighters. It's about fighters who are not getting paid. So he goes up there, talks about, oh, yeah, fighters need to get paid. And then Dana's like, what the fuck, man? I had your Was back. Bernie Sanders behind him? He was probably like in another room with the little, you know, the little headset. Like, you must tell him that everybody has to get paid. Everybody must get paid the same wages. Whether you win or lose, you get a paycheck and you'll get paid the same amount. Whether you have a lot of fans or no fans at all. Exactly. And Dana was like, what the fuck, Donald? I had your back when all these lawsuits were yeah. on you. I paid you a lot of money. I gave you a lot of fights. And you go out there and do this bullshit. And then Donald was like, oh, you know what? That is true. You always have my back. My bad. So fuck your association. What up, Dana? Can I get a fight? Yeah, bro. You get a fight. <laughs> and that's and, it. <laughs> and that's kind of um, something I've been reading up on uh, negotiations. And the big thing I've seen with one of those books I'm reading is they talk about how like both sides have what to book? come out with a win-win association. And not association. You made me mess up. I give me that weird look. Uh, win-win situation basically both sides have to feel like they won if you if you're in the spirit of always making yourself win you're never going to build relations you're never going to move past where you're at and you're never going to grow you need to make sure each person's taken care of so in my opinion that's a good example of dana white going out there going to an enemy a now newfound enemy and saying hey you know we we have our differences let's see where we can make common ground let's move forward here and let's get you back in the sport because we like you. We know you like us deep down. And let's get the fans out there to like you in fighting in this association and not wherever you're trying to go with. Because you may not pull the same amount of fans and do what you want to do later on. And it's gonna it's gonna win. It's gonna work out both better for both of them. I really fucked that up. Sorry, I was burping. It's all good. We got the point. So, fighter of the year. Did you go with uh, Connor? I'm. I, I guess I'll have to agree with you on Bisping. I mean, he not only did come. I, I want to say more of a the greatest comeback story. I want to steal that from Khabib and give that to Michael to Michael Bisping. I, I would say Michael or Cody, because Cody. You know what? That's not a really good comeback story yet. You know, but for who? For Cody. Because it's not like he lost or he has been like injured, like this is like he's a huge legend. No, he's still fresh. You know, he's because like 10 and it's more of a comeback story for me with with Bisping because nobody gave a fuck about Bisping. Most of my friends who know who Bisping is was were so shocked to hear that he was now the champion of you know middleweight that. They're like, what the hell? What what's going on? Like, how did he did he beat everybody or did he lose and then come back? Did the guy get injured in the fight? Like Silver? Like what happened? And I told him, like, no, he just he just got Rockle. He got him good. He beat the shit out of him. 
He knocked him down. Yeah, knocked him out first he, round. He had a good finish. And people were like, whoa, I, I never thought in a million years. I mean, he he had people barely thought he was in the top 10 who passively watched this, passively follow it and are not really into it like us. They were like, whoa, I, I didn't even think he was in top 10 still. That's why it was so crazy for me when other people were telling me about like when they saw him fight and, you know, some stuff they seen here and there. And they're like, wow, they're really shocked that he was the champion. I think that shock factor should add into that somewhat. Female fighter of the year. Nominees, Chris Cyborg, Angela Hill. Oh, Chris Cyborg. Joanna Jojenchik, Angela Lee. Oh, this is a hard one. And Amanda Nunes. I will give mine to Amanda Nunes. Why? She beat Misha Tate, a future Hall of Famer, and she beat Ronda Rousey. Both first round finishes. I'll disagree with that. She beat Misha Tate in probably Misha Tate's typical, I'm scared to death. I look fucking nervous. I'm shaking. The same kind of situation we saw her in with Holly Holmes is the same situation I saw her in with Amanda Nunez. And I told you this when I was texting you about the fight. I'm like, she's going to lose because I saw her. She looks, she looked like she was going to piss herself. She looked that nervous. I don't know why she gets that nervous. I maybe it's just she thinks about it too much, or I mean, I'm probably like you don't understand. You're not around twenty thousand pounds. I'm I'm not, but I also don't have a nice ass like her either. So, I mean, I don't see how she's so scared about that when she's a good looking girl could retire from that anyways. I think she did. She got that nose job or something. Yeah, she did. Which is what I've been talking about on the show. She should do <laughs> going to modeling because I don't think she's. I don't think fighting's her thing. I think fighting for her is more of a hobby. That's how I see it as. And she got she got what she wanted. I think she always wanted the belt and she got it. Yep. So then after she lost to Holly Holmes, I was like, yeah, you should just just start in a training camp. You know, train people on the side, be a celebrity trainer, some shit like that, and get paid a whole bunch. And then you know, do some modeling, do some other shit like that. You know, live your life out like that. Don't don't go in here with some like glory obsessed run in where you're just gonna get knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Fight. Don't, don't be the Ronda Rousey. Come back and get your ass kicked. And then the Ronda Rousey fight, we had already talked about she was gonna lose before she came in. I knew she was gonna come in the half of what she had been before. So, yes, Amanda Nunez is a great fighter, and yes, I do understand your thing on this. I would give it to you, Anna, though. All right. Because Joanna, the reason was you want to skip past this, but let me fucking talk, asshole. See, he's so fucking rude. You're such a fucking rude person. You're like Chael on his show. Like, he's he's so rude on his show to all of his guests, and you're the same way. I think it's just the host thing. These guys are just fucking rude. Look at you. You don't even want to talk to me right now. What? <laughs> he's not even listening. The producer's fucking laughing at you. The guest is laughing, too. But Joanna, she's just so consistent and she's not like the Cerrone kind of consistent where she's like oh I'm consistent for as long as I want to be and then I go on a vacation here and she's just she kicks the shit out of everybody and then she she maintains it to where it's like oh yeah she won she won she won she won and I've never seen a fight with her of late that I was like oh yeah it it looked close um Joanna Dracenchek versus Claudia Gadella won no, that wasn't the, that the first fight. That fight could have been, you know, Claudius. Mm. Well, what, what happened was that uh, in the first round, uh, Claudia did the what I call 
the Chris versus uh, what's his name Trevor move where you just throw. We're just gonna shot. use his name now. All right, all right. What's his name? Zach. Zach. <laughs> when we have Zach on the show, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an enlightening show for everybody. So where you just throw cheap shots? Um, she did that. She threw a cheap, uh, cheap shot, and I think because of that, they gave the fight to Joanna because it was a really close fight. You could be you could tell that Claudia won. But they were like, oh, no, you know, this bitch gave a cheap shot, so let's give it to Joanna. And then after that, she went on to do what she has been doing. Yeah, but that's not anything of late. That's not recent. No, that's not recent. But the rematch and was I know last that's year. What you're talking about. The, yeah. re- the rematch was last year, which um, she definitely got beat the first two rounds. After that, Claudia got tired and... That's and yeah, I remember. Okay, yes, I, I I do remember this fight now. And she did win those two rounds. And I was telling you, I remember we saw this fight together. What card was that on? Was that down that? Uh, it was an Ultimate card? Fighter. It was a Ultimate. The, you sure it was? Yeah, because it was it, it was right before no. it was right before UFC 200. Then maybe she she lost another two rounds against somebody else. I think it was on 187. What was that amazing card? Probably one of the best cards. 199. No, not 199. It was the one... 205? No, definitely not 205. It was before this, before this. It was... I'm trying to think of everybody who was on the card. I think it was the same card as DC versus Rumble. And then the fight before that, I'm trying to remember who the oh, fight... Oh, okay. No. No, that's not the fight I'm, I was going to say, but I thought you... You were talking about um, she's, when she's she won a, the championship? She's a five-round fighter. That's the big thing here. And that's a big thing you're missing. She's a five-round fighter. She's not like, you know, Conor McGregor was when he first started where he's just, oh, I'm going to knock out everybody in first round and then fights, you know, Nate Diaz. Oh, shit, fucking. UFC 193. UFC 193? 193 when she fought Valerie Letourneau. Where where we were like, all right, you know, it's a good fight. But the aftermath, you know, the face of Valerie was like mad fucked up. And it and wasn't. That's the fight you're talking about. And I think Valerie had really strong. Um, I think she won the first two rounds. And yeah. I told you, that's the fight. I think I was telling you that Joanna was going to come back because I know she's a five round fighter. I knew she was going to. She was keeping her energy reserved and she was keeping herself reserved so that she could go through all five rounds. I, then we saw Valerie just like totally gas out at the end of the, the third round. Yeah, like she, she got was her like ass kicked. Basically done. Basically, she was just staying in there to survive. So you're you're gonna give it to Amanda, not so good looking. I give it to Amanda. Right for sure. Breakthrough fighter of the year. What is this fucking award? What was the specifics of this shit? So awarded to the leading MMA fighter for his or her rapid impact on the top level of the sport in the last twelve months. We have Yair Rodriguez, Cody Garbrandt, Duho Choi, Derek Lewis, and Michael Page. Wait, this is. Let me let me reread this because this doesn't make sense for the the choices they selected. For my opinion, yeah. Okay, so awarded to the leading mixed one, blah blah blah. I would. I mean, if we had to even look at any of these people, I'm going to give it to Cody. I mean, why do they have have any of these people in here? I could go up to the average person at a bar watching an MMA fight and they have no idea who anybody else is, for sure. 
So yeah, we can move past that very easy. <laughs> Cody Garbrink, Cody Garbrink. International Fighter of the Year. This is the one that you want to talk about, okay? Awarded to the MMA fighter outside of America. All right. Does Two. Vladimir Putin get in there? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't no, get in there? No. So the fighter outside of America who has made an impact in the sport, what right? about Nigel so, Farage? No. So we have Michael Bisping, Joanna Jojancic, Conor McGregor, Gagar Musasi, which I don't know why he's there. But anyways, Khabib Nurmagomedov. And this is for the the greatest impact international fighter of the year. Well, it's gonna be so Connor. so pretty much fighter of the fighter of the year. That's not that's not American. I mean, he's gonna go to Connor. It has to go to Connor. I don't. Why is it? I guess he well, must. Why really is Khabib be, there? He must really be Irish deep down, like really Irish. Because at this point, I would just fucking move to America. Who Connor? Yeah, I mean, he must culturally just really identify as Irish. Yeah, because I would I would have moved to fucking America by now if I was making where? that kind of money. Where would you go? Vegas, California, New York, Boston. Boston is a good choice right there. I mean, he's Irish, so I probably would go East Coast because that's where the Irish went when they first yeah. came here. So probably New York, New York, Uptown New York, Manhattan. Yeah, he looks like he could afford Uptown New York. Manhattan. I've seen a lot of the pictures with him in his houses. I don't know if they're true or not, but they look fucking nice. Yeah, he's got some great taste. Did you know that Michael Bisping lives in Anaheim? Did not know that shit. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. So I drove. On the rich area of Anaheim. Where the fuck's that? I don't know. He lives inside Disneyland? That's the only rich <laughs> area I know of in Anaheim. And then uh, who else are they talking about over there? Well, the one that makes me scratch my head, let me do it really quick, is uh, Gigard Musasi. I mean, yeah, he's good and everything, top 10, top 5. But what has he done, you know, to be fighter of the year? I think I think it's a typical like we're gonna do top fives and they got to that list and they're like shit. There's really only four. We let's don't want to go. We there. don't want to go <laughs> change the whole thing back again. Um, yeah, let's just throw some fucking person who's kind of looks like they could be there, but not really. <laughs> so that's why they put him in there. Khabib Nurmagomedov is in there. Khabib deserves to be in there. Yeah, I would say he definitely deserves to be in there. But like you said, he only fought one fight. Yeah, he fought like one. I guess. But Rel- he's he's getting... relevant fight. This is what I t- we've talked about on the podcast before. So many people, like including him, are doing the, I'm so fucking famous. I'm, I'm famous. I want to get the big money fights. I want all the attention, all the stardom. I want to be the number one. But I don't want to really work for it like other people do. I just want to like yell and scream and get my way. And he's kind of like... He, I mean... Did he? Do you think he really proved he needs a title f- fight in the last fight he did? Because there were some moments that looked pretty s- sketch that I was like, "How is he? How is he in these mix-ups that he was in?" Well, he was supposed to fight for the title like very long time ago, but he got hurt and he took some time off, two, three years, and then he comes back thinking that. I thought hey, it was only two. It was like two. it was two. Yeah, maybe. Which I mean is pretty but it bad. Was, it was a long time. I know, mean, you shouldn't years. take two years off. I mean, who is he, Brock Lesnar? Right. <laughs> I mean, shit. You you don't come back the same. I so mean, he took some time off, and you know he comes back asking for the title shot. Which no, you can't just take like a two year vacation, which was not. But still, 
you know, take a two two years off and then come back and ask for a title shot. It doesn't work that way. Beat well, yeah. someone in top top five since you're like the number one contender. Beat someone top five. Well, I don't think you got to beat somebody top five. I think you got to beat somebody top five and you got to do it very fashionably. Yeah. Like if you if you beat who could you beat? Um, Alvarez, Tony Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. Let's say Tony Ferguson because Tony Ferguson, shit talker. He's he's got some good style. Um, he's good. We have people want to universally say he's good. So if he beat Tony Ferguson, he knocked him out second round, or he well, he's not going to knock him out. He's going to submit him. So he he submits him second round, and he does it in a guillotine, like a rear guillotine on the on the back, and just pulls him back down to the ground, just takes him down. Everybody's like, oh. Fuck. And then just, you know, does like this Brock Lesnar thing where he's spitting all this mucus through the fucking fence and hitting Dana White in the face. And like, he's like, I want my title fight. I am number one fighter UFC. You don't get the reference? No, I get it. it. He was talking about like, this is number one bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The Russian accent. Yeah. So if he did that, but that's what pisses me off about a lot of fighters. They They want these great fights like they're a great fighter. But then you're like, but dude, you're you're so close in your fights, or you're you're almost looking, you almost look like you lost that fight and it was a draw. How are you gonna go up and say you deserve a title fight or you deserve to fight the best of the best when you didn't? That's like somebody in football, like, oh, dude, I'm a right receiver. Well, have you ever caught the ball and made any like? How, what's your yardage? Like ten yards a season. Well, God fuck, <laughs> like, why are we going to even, like, start you for one? Like, why are you even playing? Well, dude, I deserve to be out there on the field, man. Like, no, you don't. You haven't proven to anybody that you deserve what you say you deserve. And that's what the, that's crazy about the UFC. It's just, it seems like all of a sudden this has happened. I don't know if it's just me, but no, it, it, very it, recently, is, it is it's, recently, it's gotten the started. And I think we got to blame Connor for this because Connor became so successful so, so quickly that I think other people were like, oh, I can imitate that by just, you know, just trying to do whatever. And they were, they're not successful at doing that. And they get frustrated and like, no, I need that. I need what he has. But they don't want to achieve what he has achieved or try to at least do something different, but achieve the same amount of fame in the, the meanwhile. Right. I mean, you look at Ronda Rousey and she was one of the most famous ones of all, but she was pushed to be that famous. And then you look at Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor was a good shit talker. You look at Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is a good shit talker. You look at somebody like Cowboy. Cowboy is very interesting style-wise. You look at Dominic Cruz. Cruz is really good with his footwork. He's very good on his feet with moving. His movement's great. His punches are solid. You look at Cody Garbrandt. He's good at talking, energetic. He knows what he's doing. Like, there's so many people who are energetic, so many people who could push up, up to the next level, bring UFC up, and then you have the people who just want to whine about shit all the time. Like we talked about, we we started with was Tyrell Woodley. Like, I don't know why that guy's in the sport. Like, he seems like somebody who needs to go to LFA, like desperately needs to go there and just be the LFA champion. Like, he doesn't belong in UFC in my opinion anymore. He's just he's just crying so much. And I I have a gallon of his tears. I could just drink any day now. 
because that fucker's just always crying. There's something happening to him every day. He's going to go to Taco Bell and say that they were, they were racist to him. He's going to go to the drive-thru and say, oh, well, they didn't treat me like a champion. He's going to go somewhere and complain, well, they didn't treat me like the person they need to treat me like. It's like, dude, stop bitching about it. Make a difference. Do something. Man up. Like, change yourself or so that other people will see you differently. Don't just whine about it. I mean, am I going crazy or what? Are these people, like, not driving you nuts too? Um... Not as much as you. You know, it, it drives you nuts, but all of it is true. You know, you have people who who made themselves entertaining. Or have a chance to sell tickets. To have people come in and watch the fight. To have people buy the fight. To have people talk about them. Twitter trending and whatever is out there. Whatever's out there, there's you know, a there's a like, few media platforms like you know Snapchat, Instagram. Yeah, but but like you know when you're training on Twitter, then that's something you know significant. And when TMC is going after you, that is yeah, that's, that's another point. That's very. You know? I wouldn't want. I want to say good, but it's good for the sport when they're going after you because it's like, what is this? What is MMA? Who's that? Like because not only did you guys know about that but girls started watching it here and there when they're bored and they're like oh wow who's conor mcgregor like i've talked about so many times i bring up conor mcgregor is because almost everybody i know knows about conor mcgregor but then you go to khabib nobody knows who the fuck khabib is outside of mma nobody and he's complaining like i'm not getting touch well go on some go on some talk show go on some sport event go and like broadcast fights go do something either in MMA or outside of it to, you know, put yourself out there to where people are like, man, okay, this guy's kind of cool or this guy's kind of funny. Yeah. You know, I'll pay to go watch your fight. You know, I'm invested in so, you. So someone he like, needs, hold on. He needs people invested into him, not in the sport, but outside of the sport. You need people who are not just the hardcore fans, but the intermediate fans and people who barely watch the sport to be invested in you so that they're going to pay to watch it. That's what's going to grow you the sport. And that's going to increase your paycheck. So like um, some people that come to mind that fit that would be uh, Mighty Mouse, Rampage Jackson, um, Shel Sonnen, and Alan Jabon. You know, both Rampage and Mighty Mouse, they have they they do the Twitch, which is like um, online gaming, yeah, type of thing. And you know, the gaming industry is like so fucking huge. There's gaming like so many followers fucking- and. Gaming industry makes UFC look like doesn't even exist. That's how big it is. It's pretty big. So those two guys are doing stuff outside of the cage MMA, and they have a name somewhere else. You know, those are pretty good, uh, popular gamers, celebrity gamers, if you will, um, outside the UFC. I know it's like almost like Myla Kunis when she was doing World of Warcraft. Was she? Yeah, you didn't know about this. No, no. She was addicted to that shit. Damn. I know. I was unlucky that I was not into that game playing. Is it really that good? I don't know, but I I assume if a celebrity like her is getting addicted, that they have the mechanics drawn right that it can make you addicted. I mean, yeah. I played it. I played games like Skyrim. Those are kind of addicting, but I've never played that one. But yeah, I see your point. Also, you know, you, you know, bringing that up, Misha should just start doing that too. Start doing video games, MMA. She where she twitches herself playing MMA, beating up Ronda Rousey. 
<laughs> with with um with Amanda Nunes character, <laughs> no, not her own, not her own. Good just switching that. Uh, speaking of Chael, though, you, you know Chael has his um uh his podcast out there, which is fucking huge. He works for ESPN. He's doing the Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, he's doing it now. Yeah, he's gonna be doing that with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he, uh, um, today was episode three, which um, I haven't seen it yet because it just came out today. Uh, um, but he's the uh, project manager. I gotta see this. And this is gonna be. Very they got rid of someone. I don't know yet, but I saw the first two episodes. The first two episodes, he was like kept to himself, all quiet. But I heard a lot of good stuff about today's episode. Oh, well, we're gonna have to go watch it. Chell's very interesting. He has the same tone for everything, though. Like when he's on the show and talking, he's like, well, guys, I talked to that manager at Buffalo Wild Wings and let me tell you, he is not a trustworthy manager at all. And his staff is not trustworthy either. And then I'll switch. My mom is a great cook. Let me tell you, Joey, (laughs) she cooks great lasagna and I love the lasagna she cooks. You got to taste it next time you come over. It's like he's trying to sell you. You got me heated, brother. I love you, but I'm fucking pissed off, baby. God damn it, baby. (laughs) It's like he's trying to sell you something all the time. Yeah. I feel like he's trying to... He's like, good at it. He is good at it. Uh, but I feel like we just be at the house and he's trying to sell me a fucking Blue Moon or something. Like, this is the greatest beer you're going to drink today. You are always... You're already wasted. Let me tell you. You're going to pair this off nicely. End the night nicely with a Blue Moon. Blue Moon's highest quality beer backed by a AAA rating. The Better Beer Business Bureau. Some shit like that. And you're like, oh, fucking wasted. Like, oh, fuck. I better buy this from him. Meanwhile, you found out you bought the 12 pack that he sold you the beer from. <laughs> but he's going to fight Tito Ortiz, yep. which is also an ancient old fighter that nobody really cares about anymore. Like Rampage. Yep. Are we going to go see it? I don't know. What do you I mean don't you don't know? You should fucking know right now. You low on funds? Going back to that stripper life? Yeah. How much did you spend at the strip club? You, you told me you spent like $1,000 once. Yeah. $1,000, that was your Obama money that you spent there? That was not. It was actually... <laughs> actually, yeah, Obama was, was the person. Who, you know. So, I did spend a lot of money once. <laughs> um, and someone like uh, Alan Juban, too. You've outside, only had a half a beer and you're already slurring. Outside of um, MMA, Alan Juban is a Versace model. How about that? That's kind of weird. Who is that one guy? We saw him. We were at Buffalo Wild Wings, Chino Hills, watching one of the cards go down. He was in, I think, the prelims. And he had the facial aspects of a male model. White guy, dark hair. I think he had like bluish eyes. But he had fucking huge ears, like Dumbo ears. Like that fucker would fly off the second he got punched. Like I thought he was going to scoop. But... I was like, dude, I guarantee you he's in MMA because he couldn't make it in a modeling career. Oh, Is this the same guy? Um, no, I don't think so. This guy is like... Because he, he I was thinking this guy fashion, so. this guy was a model and he just does winter yeah, fashion. Yeah, he puts my, the earmuffs oh, that, on and that's um, why they can't see his fucking ears. That fucker's from Torrance. I know who you're talking to. Brian Ortega. Probably. Brian Ortega. You probably have new pics of him. No. but oh let's go into this because you were talking a lot of shit to me about um my fight with zach 
How many fights have you been in real life? Like street fights? Yeah, or like gym street fights. fights. Like street fights, not fucking gym fights. Uh, street fights, not really a lot. You just get no, beat up? Really, no. You just get punked? No, no, no. I don't go out, you know, fucking causing trouble. Causing trouble. This guy's always. But like, I, I'm not the type of person who goes to the bar, drinks a beer, and all of a sudden, you know, become a UFC fighter. Oh, no, dude, that's you know, that's I, what I. Man, I hate people like that. Dude, that's so. And, I, and I hate it when I get those like people that, are in my group. I get like that all the time. That like, I, I've had people like, all right, I'm gonna get drunk. Omar, you're gonna back me up. Fuck you. <laughs> you know. You <laughs> I think you're talking about. Kid. I think you're talking about somebody we know called Leo. What is what is he gonna do first? He's gonna get weapons. Every story he would tell us. There's a weapon Apparently. involved. There's a fucking weapon involved. <laughs> I think that's why you you taught him that deep down. You're like, all right, this is what you do. You get a fucking beer bottle when it's a one on one fight, and you could <laughs> you could beat him up, but you get the fucking beer bottle and you stab the fucker, stab him in the fucking neck three times. Nah, man. You know, if there's a fight. Let's say you go to the bar. There's a fight going down. It's not your fight. Then stay out of it. And if somebody accidentally punches you, then start punching back. Right. So don't be one of those guys well, okay, who let, all of a sudden becomes a hero. Like, all right, break it up, break it up. No, fuck that shit. Watch the fight. Enjoy it. And I, make sure you don't get a shot. A lot of people were talking about the fight you commented on, which I brought up uh, with Zach. And we have our, our guest over here, Nick. Uh, not only a guest, but a witness. <laughs> a witness to the fight. Um, I think I treated him pretty fair in the fight. What, what, what would you say, Nick? You, you were there. What, what happened? You recount the fight as you saw it. All right. So you talk about the time when you beat him up at his house, like right outside. It was it was pretty funny. We were all there just chilling there. And then we bring you bring it up the about the whole little story, about the whole situation that was going on. Yeah. He starts being he starts bitching about it. It's like, oh, why are you bringing up old shit? Starts walking away, says something under his breath, talking shit. So you go up to him. I remember that you walk. You walk up to him. It's like, oh, what the fuck was that? What'd you say? He's just trying to stay quiet, just walking away, like nothing's going on. He's like, oh, let's, you were telling, like, let's get down. Like, oh, what the fuck are you gonna do? So he just keeps trying to walk away, trying to get to his house. So you just start punching on him, like, fuck it. I think the best, I think the best part too was when I was telling him because he was smoking weed and uh, D wanted uh, to smoke weed. I think I already wake up by this time, but he was like, I was like. Give that shit to D, and that's when that's when. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you were telling him to give the weed to D, and then uh, I think who else was who else was there? It was you, me, Jacob, D, Jacob, and I think one of the person might have been there. I'm not sure. And was and, Jordan there? Was he there? I, he may have been there. I think he might have been there that time. But yeah, it, the whole thing was funny that you were punching on him. The best part was after you remember what he was posting on Facebook after. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, we got no. You gotta, we gotta remember before that. Before he went into his house, you were punching on him, like, like, like maybe like ten seconds into you punching on him, he just like all you hear is him, grandma, call the cops, <laughs> just like really like screaming that shit in the parking lot, like ho- hoping ass. everyone hears it, like he wanted everyone to hear that shit, like it was ridiculous. So I like your style, how you were not one of those persons who gets in. All right, break it up, break it up. No, you're just like, all right, let me enjoy this shit. Free fight. Yeah. If it happens, it <laughs> happens. Same thing happened with me. I beat him up before too. Everyone, yeah, everyone, everyone stood off to the side. Just go let on, it happen. Go on, go on with like, the story. Go up with the setup of exactly how it happened with you and him. Okay, with my story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the same situation. Like he owed me money, so we all went over to his house to try and go see what was going on with it. We got him outside. I went up to him. I was like, "Hey, so what happened with the money?" He's like, "What money? What are you talking about?" Really quick, really quick. Um, how long has it been since you lent him that money? 
It's so it, it took him a while for him to. Pay you. I think it's been like three or four years since the. Holy since I beat shit! Him up. It's been like three or four years since I beat him up. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we still never gotten that money back from him. But never so it, does, it doesn't even matter. Like, we know we're never going to get that back. So if we have to, we'll beat him up again. If if it comes down to it. But either way, he'll become our friend again just like two months later. It never never fails. Like, he'll he'll complain and bitch. But then at the end of it, like, we'll hit him up like two or three months later. It's like, oh, what are you doing? So, you know, just at the house. Then next thing you know, we're in the same car chilling. Best friends. Talk, bring Bring one thing up that we're all familiar with. It's like, oh. He'll just start going off a whole conversation, like like his life story, some some so, dumb shit. I asked him last week, like, dude, why does this guy hang out with you guys? You yeah. know, that's a big yeah. question. It's, it's, the, it's the stories. <laughs> every time we meet up with him, he has a new story every week about some friend or what he did this, like, or like he beat someone up or something like that. Being the Italian mafia. Some yeah, some stupid shit like that. What, what was the what was one of the best Zach stories you know? Okay. You remember. Let's see. All right, let's see. Uh, one of the best stories. You might have to give me a few minutes on that. I don't know if you want to. You want to keep talking about something else? Give me a few minutes, and I'll I'll try and think of something to. All right, talk think of about. something, and, and let's finish up really quick the uh, nominees. Let's go on to uh, fighter. I mean, fight of the year. We have Robbie Lawler versus Condit, Cub Swanson versus Duho Choi, Michael Bisping versus Anderson Silva, Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz two, Michael Chandler and Benson Henderson. Going with. Robbie. Robbie, yeah. yeah. That was a really great fight. Knockout of the year. Anthony Johnson versus Glover Teixeira. Londo Venata versus John McDessie. Michael Page versus Cyborg, the guy. Yair Rodriguez versus Andre Feely. Michael Chandler versus Pitbull. Pitbull. Whatever, however you pronounce that. I honestly haven't seen like half of those. So, I mean, Londo Venata is like my favorite. You know, because it was like so beautiful. It was that spinning kick. What about the Pokemon guy? Yeah, that's Michael Page versus Cyborg. That who almost killed that guy. That was. So I yeah, have pretty much bad. seen all of them. I, I, I mistakenly thought I didn't. I'm gonna have to give it to Pokemon. He he disgraced him. He not only knocked him out, he threw a fucking Pokeball. Oh yeah, that was. If you throw bad. a fucking Pokeball in the ring, after and, and the you guy's knock dying out, in the back, and when somebody's <laughs> dying in the back, that, that's an ultimate burn. You know, oh, did you see that video? This guy, Michael Page, uh, he put out a video right after Ronda got knocked out, and he's like dancing to the Ronda Rousey, Ro- dancing to Ronda Rousey, you know, what? Like, like dancing to like, the Ronda Rousey, what though? Well, he makes a beat, and you just hear do the Ronda or do the Rousey, do the Ronda Rousey, and, and you hear the beat. Poof, 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 oh, Ronda it's like Rousey. the Harlem Shake, but yeah, yeah, you act like, like you're getting knocked yeah, out, and he's dancing like. Uh. <laughs> that fucker is disrespectful as fuck but that's entertainment that is entertainment it's like i said that would be like if i told you my name is hugh and then you're like hugh what i'm like humongous you don't know you haven't seen the video no oh fuck so he no, he basically said his name was humongous and she said he was sexually harassing her wait who said that this is a fucking viral video. How do you not? Would you live in a fucking cave? In a house? Well, this must be under fucking rocks and shit because this guy had basically come out. It was a pretty ridiculous story. One of those at the end of the year. He he basically was in altercation with this fucking chick, right? And she's like, well, what's your name? What's your name? And he's like, Hugh. And she's like, Hugh what? Hugh what? Humongous. She's like, humongous what? Humongous what? <laughs> oh my God. He's like, that's my name, Humongous. Humongous. And she's like, 
Humongous what? Humongous what? This man has sexually assaulted me. He has sexually assaulted me. Do not say this man. He sexually assaulted me. Oh my god. Oh, and she's like making the biggest scene about it. And it was like true. That's what his name was. Humongous. Nice. And so that's that's why I brought that up. Cool. Yeah, don't Submission. don't do that cool. Don't do that little passive aggressive, like little cool bullshit. Don't don't cut that shit with me. I have to see that video. I'm not fucking these little fags on these shows where they just get killed by their fucking host. Yeah, raped by him. I'm gonna take that from you. Anyways, submission of the year. Oh I'm just gonna God. go ahead See, and you're so freaking disrespectful. Submission of the year to me would be Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor. There's also Misha Tate and Holly Holm, Ben Rothwell and Josh Barnett, Mackenzie Dern versus Montana Stewart. I don't even know who Thiago Moses is. Damn, that's pretty bad if you don't know who it is. I mean. Holly Holmes versus Misha. Again, this goes back to my argument before where Misha didn't look like Misha was ready to fight. She just looked like she was ready to lose. Looked like kind of like Aldo, but more like energetic still. It's oh, I weird. Would say more feminine. Yeah, I was going to try to steer clear of that area, but okay, whatever. Okay. You, you, you dipped into it, so I'll go into it too. And then we have who was the other one? Nate Diaz and Connor. That one, no, because McGregor looked like shit in the second round, like total shit. Um, so I mean, it wasn't it wasn't surprising. It wasn't surprising that was gonna happen. I mean, if we're gonna go by like what was the best one, it's gotta be like something that was like came out of nowhere, like, oh shit. Holy shit, dude, this guy just turned it around. So what would it be for you? I would go with Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor, submission of the year. Just because it's the most famous? No, because you know, like it was cool. I mean, it was just, like it, it was, was a, obvious. A record breaking pay per view, record breaking for a lot of shit. It just made uh, Nate Diaz a lot more famous after that. And yeah, I mean, it was the, fir- the whole fight was really cool. The first round, uh, Connor dominated. Second round, Nate Diaz came back and submitted him. It's not like Misha Tate and Holly Holm, which was like five rounds of fucking bored, boredom. Then, like, last minute, she gets the rear naked choke and gets all happy just to get beat up. You know, two months after that. Yeah. So let's go on to comeback of the year. Michael Bisping versus Anderson Silva. Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor. Dan Henderson versus Hector Lombard. Misha Tate versus Holly Holm. And Dominic Cruz. Wait, wait, I don't get the premise that this is the fight, comeback fight of the year? No, comeback. Comeback of the year. Awarded to the fighter who managed to completely turn circumstances around. Well, how did Dominic Cruz turn anything around? Well, you know, he was injured and he was out for like three, four years. And then he just came back, beat Dillashaw. He got the belt back. But that wasn't like a real... I mean, th- this goes back to my point before. You got to get like a like supreme victory. You probably don't know where that comes from. But you have to have a good victory when you come back to have me going like, well, yeah, yeah, he's he's back. He's, he's better than ever. It would be like if Anderson, when he got his leg broken... It comes back and he barely beats somebody by points and we're going to tell everybody that he's like number one again. It's like, yeah, no, but you know, okay. But it would be like, okay, contrast that with Anderson comes in and he just like late kicks somebody first round, knocks him out, then totally just drops him and annihilates the fuck out of him. Like the guy tries to get back up, tries to recover and he's not happening. Flying knee against the cage, picks him up, slams him down, hammer fist, fist, finishes it. Just totally makes it look like, yeah, 
This is Anderson Pride Days. Definitely comes back. So I don't. I mean, Cruise was good. Yeah, I'll give him that. But it wasn't like man, Cruise came back and he just looked so dominant. Like he didn't. He didn't come back and look very dominant. He came back and looked safe. He came back and looked like GSP. Like good, but you know, I'm trying to be safe at the same time. You get what I'm saying? I, I get what you're saying. So would you give that to Michael Bisping then? He got knocked out in in the third round. And yeah, I would give know, it to Michael Bisping. Controversy there. They let him fight fourth round and he goes on to win the fight. Yeah, I would give it to him there. Yeah. Upset. I mean, okay, let's go into that though. Let's go into that a little bit because I never understood how that was called when he got knocked out. Okay. Like how did they let him fight? So it was like the last 10 seconds, right? You hear the 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 warning. 10 seconds left. Yeah, the clap. And he gets distracted like really quick. And Silva does a jumping knee to the face. And, you know, Michael just drops. And then, you know, he was out. That, that shit was really bad. It was a really bad knee. So Anderson walks away, starts celebrating, gets on top of the cage. And I believe it was Herb Dean who was the ref. He was just like, hey, I didn't call the fight, you know. He didn't wave it off. He didn't end it. So that gave um, Michael a chance to oh. get his senses back. Okay. So it's basically, know, when, when a fight's over, you see the ref just waving it off like it's over. Yeah, I know. I know. So, so basically, it was hubris then. It was basically like he got too cocky. Anderson is like, oh, they're going to call it. I don't even need to wait for it. And not going by the rules. Yeah. So he didn't go by the rules and he paid the price for it. Yeah, because it's crazy. So, so if he had actually gone by like, the like, rules and, and kept the very, finishing it. The very second uh, Michael dropped, the bell rung. So it was like, bah, drops, boom, bam. You know, so the, the round was over. So he drops, he's there, you know, like all fucked up. And he heard the bell. So he went on to celebrate. But Herb Dean was like, hey, I never called a fight. I don't know. That now that you say that, I thought they had a few seconds. And see, now you're explaining it a different way. You first explained it that basically Silva had ran off before the fight had ended or before that round had well, ended. Well, he dropped him and he walked away. Well, you basically made it seem like the round had already had a few seconds left in it and he walked away. Now it's the round pretty much ended on the dot and Herb Dean didn't call. That's a little different. Yeah. Well, that happened. Yeah, you you gotta say say your story straight, bro. You're, you're getting me all hyped up, and then you're fucking changing it, and then making that. Oh well, I don't know. This is more controversial. So how do you how do you call a fight like that then? I mean that 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 sounds more controversial to me than if it if it wasn't that it, it Silva walked away and there was still seconds on the clock, and this was instead there was like a half a second on the clock, and he pretty much dropped at the second the bell rang. Then how do you say that? Silva didn't win the whole fight at that point. What's your rationale behind that? Well, Bisping was out. He was on the floor. Right. That's what I'm and getting at. So like, how do you how do you say the fight on? fight wasn't won for Anderson? Because the ref didn't wave it off. But how would he wave it off? If there's one only one if the bell already rang, there's only one second left. Yeah, because you could call the fight right there. You could call the fight. The ref could say like, "Oh shit, this guy's out." Let me. This is what I'm out. getting at, though. Why was it not called, though? Why didn't Herb Dean not call okay, it? Okay, here's what I would say. You know, there was a little money in the back. Hey, let me win. 
type of thing. You are saying that Michael Bisping has more money than Anderson Silva? No. But there's someone named, you know, something. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. He's going to go on with this, this little disguise bullshit. I was doing yeah. it because I thought we could get sued by another company. Who's Is this person coming after us and they're going to sue us? No. Then why the hell do but you anyways, care? I would say because, you know, um, Michael Bisping is from England, right? Okay. Or the if, UK. Right. So he's a huge star over there. He's the biggest star over right. there. Yeah, right? I know. He sells out So over you there. want him to win. And you're going against Anderson Silva. Right, so you know it's not Anderson Silva who will knock you out in the first round anymore. So he'll take you to the five rounds, and you could say, "Hey, make Michael win," so we could like, you know, make this shit go big, make make it go huge. So here's a couple of dollars, you know, like a little bit more doors. than a fucking couple of dollars. Here, here's okay. a, a couple of G's behind doors. So if anything happens, just make it in the favor of Michael Bisping. So that should happen because when you're fucking knocked out and they let you fight again, then you know there's something like, all right, I made a couple of G's. Yeah, I guess in fighting. I mean, in hockey, I've heard stories that like people have like died in fights and came back and played like the, the final few minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, hockey is a dope sport. I don't know why hockey is not like one of the top sports. I don't know why MMA and hockey are not top sports. Well... For hockey, we could say that, you know, like, um, we don't get that a lot here because we don't really, like, grow, grow up playing it. Yeah, you know, We don't so. have snow. We don't have... But a lot of people enjoy MMA. I didn't grow up... I mean, we did backyard fighting, like, boxing matches and stuff like that, but I never was in actual MMA. I never went to an actual school to learn. Did, did you know that techniques? MMA was a thing? Like, like, when you were growing up? No. I had, I had no idea anything about it. I knew about boxing... I didn't really know anybody in boxing. The only things we knew were to punch each other. That was about fucking it. And we went to the alley um, in this apartment by where we used to live. And we would just have boxing rounds, like little fights. And we would pick the fights for that day and you would fight that person. You would just box them. It got kind of cheap. Somebody got me against the wall and started punching me. My nose started bleeding. Did you cry? I felt like crying. No, I didn't. But it, it, my nose was bleeding. I got, I got more scared than I was tearing up because I thought everybody said like the back of your head, bro. It's like real weak. Like you probably got brain damage now, and that's like the blood's coming out of his brain damage. And we were like barely like in ninth grade, and I was like, oh shit, dude, I'm never gonna recover from this. So that's probably why, if you think I'm dumb on the show, that's it's probably what it is. Is that incident there is when I got punched up against that wall? But yeah, we used to have boxing matches all the time. Up until I think junior year, like middle of junior year, and we everybody moved their own ways and went to a continuation school. Most of them did because they were uh, delinquents. What what is the name of a continuation school? One of them by where I used to live a while ago. We was Hillside. Hillside. Hillside, and that one was where people went. Actually, our guests went there. Tell him, tell him a story. Tell him some stories about Hillside. He, he'll he'll tell you. He'll enlighten you. All right. So how many chicks? Hills, are Hillside High School. <laughs> like half the school is pregnant. Half the school it doesn't even matter. Really. They have a little daycare. They have they have they, <laughs> they have a daycare called the Hawk's Nest just in the back for all the girls just to bring their kids throughout the day. Like you literally open the door, 
smell a little bit of shit from all the kids, and all you hear is a bunch of crying sometimes. So it's like, fuck. Like, it was pretty bad. Some bunch of girls were still pregnant, but they already had a kid in the daycare. And the fights? Actually, surprisingly, there wasn't too many fights. There was a few throughout the year. Yeah. I remember a lot of people got fights there. Well, I was about, I was about to beat up this kid in my fucking PE class because he was picking on this other kid. Like, this this little chubby kid, right? Everyone tries to make fun of him. One day, when he tra- he actually, like, hits him on the side of the head, I was like, what the fuck are you doing to him? Like, you know he's not going to fight back. So I was about to beat the fuck out of him. He's over here trying to think he's all tough and shit, like, just because he went to boot camp. Like, no. Boot camp? He went yeah, to camp? yeah, just boot camp. I was like, you're not going to do wait, shit. Wait, how did he go from continuation school to boot camp? And then boot camp to continuation school? No fucking clue. He did it somehow. How the fuck? That doesn't make some sense to me. That I don't know. It, it was pretty dumb. It was just it was just stupid. But Hillside, though, it was it was pretty chill and calm overall, but... What about it the was... quality people? Oh, it was shit. It, it was pretty shit. Was it, like, gangster type of people? Like, um... Drug addicts? Um... Uh... Well, not no, drug not addicts, really. but like people. Mostly, ev- drugs. everyone there would just like smoke weed or something like that. Most people, or it wasn't really like no one was like drug addicts or anything like that. It was like maybe like there was like everyone had their own little group of everything. Like you had like all the people like like the nerds and everything like that. Like they had their own little group and everything. Then you had had just like the casual people, just like over at the lunch tables doing whatever. The group of Mexicans, yeah, the group of black people, you had everyone in their own little doing their own little thing. But so it's like yeah, prison. It, if you say so. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> that, that's really how it was, though. That's really how it was. Everyone stuck to, like, their own little group. It was weird. Like, it was like a mini prison in its own way. But you could just walk out whenever you felt like it. So you didn't have any rules. That, like, if, if you just said, fuck the teacher, you could fucking walk out. Yeah. Just, just straight <laughs> up, just walk out. That's all you could do. You could just walk out whenever Wait, you felt like it. your house, though? You'll just get kicked out of the school. They'll just expel you, just like that. How many people do you know got expelled? Like two or three, at least. At least two or three people. You told me there was fights, though. I want to hear about the fights that happened there, because you told me about fights that happened there. Uh, one. I remember one fight happened during a PE class. I think I missed. I like just missed it because I was in the office talking to one of the one of the uh, whatever whatever the principal. Right, it was it was yeah. the principal. No, it was, it was the principal. I was talking to the principal at the time about something. I get back out there. All of a sudden, I hear one of the teachers saying, like, oh, these students got into an altercation and blah, 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 just all this shit. One kid, his face, the side of his whole face was red. He had, like, a little knot on his cheek because he got hit hard. The other guy didn't have anything on him, so you, you could tell who got beat up, obviously. So You never got in a fight at the school? Almost, like the story I just told you, the one who was picking on that one kid. Like, what about, it was almost what that. Well, um, I know a lot of people that went to schools like that you know options and there's one in pomona i forgot the name of it that was you know pretty popular for it's a four-letter word called hell yeah. I, I guess yes. there, there's a name for it but i forgot the name of it but that was a school like um for for gangsters like you know because um no more of the you know vatos locals gang you know pomona's all like mostly mexican hey carnell that kind of shit <laughs> not really like that it's more like hey dog <laughs> Oh, so I'm, I'm and, like 10 years late to that? Yeah. Pretty much. And, you know, that's where all the, like, um, I went to Ganesha High School for my freshman and sophomore year. And, uh, yeah, there was fights, you know, there's, there was always that, uh, racial fights, racial fights, uh, blacks versus Mexicans. So and Meryl Streep was right. The, uh, racial uh, epitome. They, they, they had to build a she fence. Didn't even, she didn't even talk about that shit, but. They had to build a fence around the school, but, um. Me wait, wait, they had to build, they, they built a wall? 
Are they built to fence? Uh, a fence. Um, you know, like uh, when it comes to fights, me personally, I, um, there was only like two that I could remember that it was that wasn't even fights. You know, this one time I got approached by two guys right after uh, tennis practice. Two guys, one cup. <laughs> two guys, one racket, one tennis racket. Because uh, I played tennis. Ooh. I played That's tennis in painful. high school, and um, how far did they get it up? Nah, man, <laughs> not like that. <laughs> I got approached like, "Hey, fucker, you know, let's fucking fight," and it was two against one. Well, what, what, what was the premise of this? Uh, it was the whole thing about like um, he wanted to sell me a a, a, uh, a drum set, and I was like, "No, nah, I don't want it." And he got mad. Well, fucking piece of shit, fucking buy that shit. I was like, "Nah." So he went to go get his homie, who was not even in high school. This guy's probably like, you know, fucking working at fucking McDonald's or some shit. You know, 25, 26 years old. And at the time, I was probably like, what, like 16? He brings his fucking gangster homie. I'm, let's fight. And I was like, nah, and just walked away. And they were like, oh, I guess not. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> like, not. you know, that guy brought, you know, that gangster guy for, and it was fucking stupid, you know. Just getting someone who's not in high school, not that stupid shit. And this other time, I got approached by a, a part, man. I got surrounded. There was like people left, right, back. You know, um, I got surrounded by a group of gangsters who uh, confused me for some other guy. You know, and they were saying stupid shit about like being on their territory or some shit like that. And I was like, all right, I could probably like you know you know punch like a few people but i know i'm gonna get my ass kicked because it was a bunch of them it was a whole group and i was by myself and um some guy who i know that was part of that group just like showed up like hey hey, hey what are you guys doing this ain't the guy leave him alone <laughs> and i was like all right no fighting here but no like n- nothing crazy like that like i'm not like i said you did, I'm not, well did you witness any fights though that's, that's oh, a thing. lot man hell yeah i'm people getting stabbed Fucking drive by, so that's stupid. Well, hold shit. on, let me let me go on with the fight of mine. One of mine, Alpine, which is pretty crazy that that would even happen. But there used to be an age. It was like at the end of the Bro Saga. You remember the Bro Saga where well, we didn't had, get, we didn't have it, but I know about it. Yeah, because you went to all Mexican school. But back in the day, if you went to a white school, there was the the Bro Saga. The monster. Yeah, monster. No fear. No fear. What Rockstar. was the F? F mf or fmf the bike yeah biking the fox glasses all that that was like the gangster version for white people so anyways there was like the little crews and shit right and one of them was like thc and i remember one of them the guys in it was name was esser and this guy i knew he became real big later on he had to flee out to another state that's for another story but Anyways, he in his early days, he, he got in a fight with somebody, right? This guy, I think his name was actually Chris, um, Chris Rodriguez. And anyways, again, they're, they're getting an altercation at the school and typical bullshit. I know Chris can't fight him and I know he doesn't want to fight him, but he's doing the typical like, I'm a fucking lion in the jungle and I'm going to just keep on roaring. Oh, that's fucking Because I, I don't want to look dumb in front of my other fucking lions, so I'm just going to act all tough. And she's so talking all this shit, and Esther's like, I'm going to swing on you, motherfucker. You better watch yourself. Watch yourself. Hell no, dude. But he talked to me like that, and he's like, he's like, you ain't going to do boom. We got hit. <laughs> boom. And this is all in video. Boom, boom. I mean, he got hit like 12 times in a row. His face, it looked like 
Michael Myers had just stabbed him in the face and pulled out the sword and fresh with blood. I mean, that he was drenched in blood. Damn. And the proctors are coming up and like, Esther was like, this is where I knew Esther was going to be like, you know, a troubled kid later on. Instead of like being like, fuck it, I'm just going in. He's like, fuck you, proctors, threw his shoe and just took off running with one shoe and then the other shoe was like, other foot was his sock and he just hops the wall of the fucking high school and just takes off. And from that point, he was just out. And then the okay, the proctors are asking like, who is that guy? Who is that guy? And of course, everybody's, there's going to be a snitch, of course. And so later on, they found out it was him. They fucking expelled him later on and all that shit. So that was one of the cool fights I saw. But what what did you see personally? What have, what fights have you seen? Well, what what fights, skills have you seen in the, those fights? Skills? None. None? <laughs> <laughs> But you know, did you see the, just Did you see where they way. square up? Where where it looks like they're gonna do like the little rock star thing? No, but I seen like I seen this where like where they put know. their little pinky out. <laughs> yeah. They put their pinky yeah, out yeah. like Let, let's go, let's go. And it's like oh, okay, I could just break your pinky. But, but fights would break out like all the time for like no reason. We'd just be walking and boom, the fight. You know, everywhere. Which it was funny because um there was a fight once where um two dudes who. I knew both of them, you know, like I, I knew some people that were like gangsters. You like, went out I, I with both know. of them? No, I just knew who they were, you know, because, <laughs> uh, you know, I grew up in the hood, so I know oh, the hood people. Uh, like I, I wouldn't hang out with them. I wouldn't hang out with them like ever. Like there were some few times where I was just like, yo, what's up? But I had my own little group. Yeah. And so I see these two guys just going at it, you know, fucking just swinging back and forth and i had a friend you know at the time who i don't know what was wrong with this guy he was scared man he was scared for his life like bro you're not in the fight the fight's way the fuck over there you're right next to me why are you scared yeah i'm scared for want to go home <laughs> what the fuck no i was like what the fuck's wrong with this guy you know so and, you um, knew zach you knew zach early <laughs> on in life no his name was uh mark Dude, we know Mark who's like that too, dude. <laughs> and um was he white, there tall, was lanky? That, nah, he was shorter, a little not chunky, but oh. slightly bulky. Anyways, uh um, Yeah, anyways. There were, there was a fight that I saw right in front of me. It was a girl and a gay guy. Oh that's God. the type of shit that you oh, would see fuck. in Pomona. Like you're just the walking, worst kind you know, of fight. your own business, and then I don't know. You see this guy swinging at a girl, and then the girl swinging back, and they're just going at it. And I'm like, God damn! Where Nobody are you? broke up the fight. Oh yeah, but at first everybody wants to step back and watch it. You know, a guy and a girl fighting. I mean, I don't care if he's no, gay. No, but yeah, but he's gay. He's not like, you know, like someone like you, you know, with fucking muscles and everything. Skinny guy, you know, someone his size. You know, was he was he on the verge of transformation? Is that what you're saying? He looked like Felicia he, Fox. No, he he looks he looked like uh, one of those guys that you would see him and you would say like, God damn, that fucker must be plowing fucking models left and right. But then you find out he's gay and he's just going for guys. <laughs> he's that type of guy. I guess he's, I would say Wait, he, he was okay. He looks like Justin Bieber. Like what what kind of body style he's got? Um, you know Cristiano Ronaldo, the soccer player. I've heard of him. So yeah. yeah, just imagine him. Yeah, but that, that I would I would immediately have stopped the fight. You're you're not giving very good defense of the person fighting the chick here. 
I'm not saying I was for it. I mean, they're just fighting and like, oh, shit. I'm getting pissed now because chick fights are generally like the best fights you want to see, especially if they're hot chicks. Okay. Oh, no, shut up. I should say that. That's like the best, the anticipated fight. When you know two hot chicks who hate each other are going to get down, that's the fight you fucking just, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, you can't go to the bathroom. You run out. You don't even care you're going to get fucking detention or Saturday school or whatever you get disciplinary wise. You got to see that shit because, you know, you have the chance of clothes being ripped off somebody getting annihilated you know clothes getting ripped off you know yeah 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 you know they, so it, let, let me cl- clear that those up those clothes quick. are cheap because they, they rip easy if i'm telling you this guy was fighting with a girl and you're thinking a girl like um someone like megan fox if you're thinking of a girl like that i mean come on that girl was fucking she was most likely a lesbian so she looked no, like. I'm not talking about a lesbian that looks like. Uh, I mean, it's like slightly. Sarah Silverman. It wasn't Sarah Silverman. It was like more like uh, Rosie O'Donnell. No, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't. Okay, so what is this? Um, let's um, go. Let's give a good example to the fans. Okay, let's give a good example. A a better, uh, a more attractive Amanda Nunes or a Joanna Jodanchik. Just that. Joanna that's, that's fucked up. Versus this guy. That's fucked up. I like Joanna. That's that's really. Yeah, and she's up. not lesbian either. So. Or Joanna, it's Joanna. We you, Joanna. you fucked up. Joanna, Joanna, whatever. That's really cool. If we ever meet her, I'm gonna tell her that you're a fucking dick. You're a piece of shit for saying that. And I'm gonna be in the. She's back never like, said anything meaning about you. Not yet. And Chris Cyborg is number one. By the way, <laughs> just that little plug right there. Okay, so this chick basically had like. The drawn-on eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, you know. The greased hair pulled back. Baggy pants. You know, growing up, like, that was, like, one of the styles, being a chola. You know? Yeah. And, um... I never I never got that. I never got that. Like, how, how are you going to get a guy when just a rainstorm is going to well, wipe away cholos. half your face? The cholos like that, I guess. Oh, God. Which is crazy, because you have the cholas who look like, you know, fucking cholas but to me like i'm into those um gothic scene girls who i don't know some people compare compare them and they're like it's the same shit like no it's not you know you have how are you into gothic because i, I don't see like they're so pale you don't seem like the guy who's in like white pale women to me you seem like the guy who's into like fat cooks you tacos <laughs> like you're just sitting there drinking your beer fucking watching the latest fucking soccer game you got like three kids jumping on the couch one of them just like freaking shit themselves in the bathroom you got to go clean that up but you're not going to clean it up because you want to see them score right now you're like fuck and then you go back in there and you're cleaning up and like get back in the fucking room but you're singing in spanish get back in your fucking room i don't want to see you all tonight i don't want to hear from your mom you're playing on a playstation that seems like you in a nutshell. Nah, no, you don't know me that well. Too. I swear, if I if, if we already have yeah, this recorded, if, if this we, happens, if you were to know me like a lot more, you would be like, oh no, pale girls, weird ass ones, you know. Like what? What, what kind of <laughs> what, what, what kind of pale? Like what's an example? Ah, uh, an example. Pale with tattoos. Pale with no tattoos. Someone famous <laughs> that you would know. Like you're into. To the girls like Marilyn Manson, that's your kind of girl. Uh, sometimes you know, cause like, uh, you know, I do go to those uh, gothic clubs. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure you know that. Yeah, I go to regular clubs, but I'm 
go to gothic clubs more. And, you, um, okay, so gothic is in like yeah. I don't want to I want to confuse this shit because obviously I don't know as much as about it as you. So is this like vampire scene or is this far yeah. from vampire scene? Yeah, so vampire. do you bring your Twilight book with you or no? No, no, no. Harry Potter. But okay, Harry Potter's gothic. No, no, but you know they are wizards. So you're into Emma Watson or Ron um, Weasley? Which one? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Which fucking one? You said pale. I mean, you said pale. I mean, he's pretty pale. Yeah, he's pale. Emma's not even pale at all. No, but she's, she's just white. She probably has the most celebrity fakes on the internet of any um, celebrity. I think she's probably got the most. Do you know anybody? Gothic looking, famous? Okay, he's looking around right now, trying to ask. He, he asked a basket of fruit, then he you asked a producer. Let, let me take a break. Let me take a break. Well, why don't you... Uh, well, okay, okay. So I guess going with gothic and emo, let, let's 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 go with emo with I guess the Zach story. Do you recall the Clifford story with Zach? Is that is that appropriate for there? Can we even talk about that on the show? I don't know. I don't know if we should talk about that. That I think I don't know. That's we might, we might we, we might try and get a little too into detail, and it might get pretty bad. So well. As far as the story I know, uh, one of the other people we know, Jacob, if we record like a video log of us going to fight week and then the next month we're going to go again as a big group and go hang out there. One of the people we'll be hanging out with is Jacob. He witnessed a horrific event when he was there. Apparently, oh God. Apparently, Jacob spent this night at Zach's house. So... Jacob's just hanging out there, you know. Zach's gonna use the shower. Surprisingly, you know, you you would think Zach wouldn't use the fucking oh, shower. Oh, fucking stink like ass. And so he goes searching around the room because who isn't gonna search somebody's room who has fucking literally nothing in there but a TV, PlayStation, and like a chair just randomly in the corner. Chair in the corner and a bed. So there's not much for you to do in the meantime. While your friend is most likely beating off in the bathroom because he's a guy, and that's what he's going to be doing when he's showering. And is that too far? (laughs) (laughs) So the producer's (laughs) just shaking his head at me. That's not too far. But anyways, he comes. He he's he comes to the closet, right? Because who's not going to go to the closet? Because like I said, there's nothing else in the room, right? So he's he's going through the closet and. He notices what he describes as a black Clifford. Just it's not it's not a little one either. It's like human sized. It's like a human sized Clifford just in the closet. He opens the door, it just falls out. Well, sudden, that's what he says. Yeah, I don't I don't think said, it I don't think saying. it fell out. I he don't think it fell like, out. I don't know. He might have pulled it out, it might have fell out. I don't know, whichever one it was. It's still pretty nasty. I it basically had multiple holes inserted into it with multiple fluids around those holes that we don't know they're mystery fluids they could be anything but to this day i don't think he's brought it up to zach has he nope no one has because every even if we do bring it up to him he'll deny it he'll, he'll just be like oh no i don't know what you're talking about that wasn't mine that was probably my brother's he'll try and blame it on his brother or someone else that he knows <laughs> nobody he'll try and blame it on someone else some, some time so it's gonna be crazy to see zach Jacob and everybody else we know get down there because I think there's gonna be actual fights that go down there too. Might happen. I I don't even think it's a might. I think it's a guaranteed. I think if anything, I think Zach's gonna try to be the typical kind of guy who's everybody knows this. 
or has a friend who's like this when they get a little too drunk and there's girls around and they completely change and they're like, dude, I'm so fucking tough now. I'm fucking badass, guys. Watch me. Or, dude, or, let me do some fucking push ups. He literally did push ups in the theater. The true story when um, me and my friend Nick, not not our uh, our guest tonight, but another Nick, uh, and these two girls with the movie theaters, he was the, the fifth wheel, I guess you would say. And his strategy for getting at the girls was doing push ups in front of the movie theaters. Like, literally. We're sitting in the front row. He gets up and just starts doing push-ups to impress them. That was his strategy on getting those girls. So. Or is it going to be like that one time you told me you were having that little party at your house and all of a sudden he brings a Pokemon in front of a bunch of girls oh just out of nowhere. God, like dude. talking about Pokemon and shit. Yeah, talking my, about, oh, my is, sister, this a, is this a good Charizard and all this bullshit? Okay, my sister has her hot-ass friends over, right? All, all, all of her friends, right? All of her friends are over. And all my guys' friends are over. So I'm upstairs. I'm with one of her friends. And, you know, I'm, I'm making the moves. Um, stuff's going down. All of a sudden, I hear the glass break. You know, shit's going down. It's at my house. I got to take care of it. <sighs> I, I'm pissed. You know, I'm pissed. I, I got to take care of this shit. Because I know the parents know that we're not supposed to be having this party. Everybody's going to be like, what the fuck? You know? So I go downstairs. I take care of the shit. This one chick is Monica is so drunk. My sister, meanwhile, of course, being the intelligent person she is, is going to give her another shot. Of course, right? Of course. Give her another shot. She's only broken one glass of vodka. Not like she's going to break another one with another shot. So they give her another shot. Her other friend's there. I turn around. Everybody's pissed. Everybody's pissed. Then I hear from, I don't remember if it was you, Jacob, or somebody, when somebody mentioned that Zach brought up Pokemon. In front was, of, I think it was Mark. I think Mark the was girls. the one who mentioned. It. I was like, "There's no way he, there's no way he killed the you guys off for the night." I felt so bad for you guys because I was like, "You guys are all fucked." It's like guilt by association. Like you guys are all categorized as the same like fucking really nerdy kind of guys now. Like there's no way you're gonna break free of that. You you guys are all fucked, and he just fucked you. I I wouldn't have been surprised if he was beaten up and thrown out of my house at that point. I wouldn't even say anything about it. That would have been hilarious if if that really would have happened. That would have been just too funny. But the, she actually she actually did um, follow up on that. That uh, that shot was the one shot that uh, killed her because Monica not not actually she didn't actually die, but uh, she was basically went upstairs. Then all of a sudden I hear like a big bam smack onto my tile floor in the bathroom, and she's on there throwing up. They're cleaning up the throw up. Then Zach's down there again talking about some bullshit cock blocking everybody you were pissed i was pissed everybody was pissed that whole night went awry and it basically could have been prevented by one not giving her monica another shot and two not inviting zach we should not have invited zach to anything that has we need we should never invite him to anything like we can't hang out with him without him bringing up some stupid shit but when we do he has the the most bullshit stories ever he has a, that you at can least talk about to anyone. Least, everyone will laugh. At least they're interesting enough to where I I want to hear it more. Yeah, it's like when I hear a podcast like Omari F was showing me, and he was he was showing me the podcast, and I'm like, man, I really want to hear what happens with this world World Series fucking story. It's the same thing with Zach. You're like, okay, I, I want to hear this bullshit story you're making up. Okay, so so what happens now? The Italian mafia comes in. What what what, what are you gonna do? Yeah, well, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Okay, but what happens if that doesn't work? Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna do this, and then oh, well, okay, you thought that far, okay. Well, what's gonna happen in this scenario? And then he keeps on going with it, and then eventually it's like, 
Dude, do you realize how fucking stupid you sound right now? Pretty fucking stupid. Tell him about the story with the hammer. What, when he's about to smash somebody's face in with it? Or like supposedly he did smash well, somebody's yeah, face supposedly, with a hammer or something supposedly, like that. Supposedly he comes up. He's We're, we're hanging out at his, his establishment, right? Meanwhile, let, let me give the, the audience a, a visual. You walk into this um, luscious abode. The carpet has about a cluster of about 107 stains on the carpet. The bed hasn't been changed. The bed sheets probably haven't been changed in about three months. Um, the blinds, there's probably seven blinds missing from the little blind spot in the window. Of the holes apartment. in the wall and everything like that. Maybe a couple burn marks. Well, not, I don't think there was holes in the wall at this point. Um, right above the doorway is a smashed mosquito that has no, it, been it there. Was, it was a smashed cockroach that was there for okay, months. Okay, it was a cockroach. Yeah, it was there for months. That had been there for months. And I, I had told him, like, why don't you remove that cockroach? And he's like, well, dude, it's not bothering me now. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, he has a 32-inch on a kind of like wooden, I don't know what you want to call it, home entertainment. A little, little coffee table yeah, kind of thing like Yeah, it's like a that. home entertainment coffee table. That's against the wall across from the bed. And on the side of the bed, there is the remains of what used to be a closet. The, basically, it looked like a lineman had ran, run into the closet like several times and smashed the whole entire thing. And what the, the remains are what was... There next to the closet. If you entered the bathroom, you would be in for a, a vile surprise. The trash can in the, the bathroom, I don't think it had ever been changed, ever, at all. Um, you probably had a monster can in there. It was probably 2014. He had a monster can from probably 2012. Um, the toilet had like brown stains. I didn't even know you could get like brown stains in the toilet that were not from you using the toilet. It was like a rust, like a rust brown. Um, the, tw- the, the actual shower curtains were missing all the rings except for two rings and there was no shower curtain there. So there's just two shower rings and no shower curtain. Um, the bathtub had yellow stains everywhere. I have, I'm hoping that wasn't urine. I'm just hoping. And then if you were to go into the medicine cabinet, there was no medicine in there. There was no nothing in there. There was just like he had nothing. Black, in, he pretty like much had nothing stuff. in there. He had like nothing in there at all. So hopefully you have a good picture of what this nice area to to stay at, right? This is a place you want to visit, right? So we're we're there. We're hanging out with Zach, you know, seeing what what's going on with Zach's life. So Zach's telling us this story about this guy who apparently owes him money. Wow, what a what a great fucking thing! Somebody owes Zach money. So. Zach's going around telling us like all you know how tough he is. You know he's gonna do this. He's gonna do that. You know, I'm, I'm pressing him. I'm pressing him. I, I want to see how far he's going to push the lie. So he, he's telling us, like, yeah, you know, he was telling me he was going to pay me last week, and he still hasn't paid me. So I went up there. I'm like, well, what did you do? And he's like, you know, I, I handled my business. I'm like, well, what did you do, though? Like, you're not telling me. Well, I got my sledgehammer. And what do you think happened? I don't know. You smashed his toe? I don't know. You, you, you scared him with it? He's like, no, I smashed his fucking head in. And we're all just kind of looking and like kind of laughing. And we're like, just like we we know it's a big bullshit lie and everything because everything that comes out of his mouth is a fucking lie. So he he's like, no, no, dude, you don't want to fucking stand. I fucking smash his head in, and that's what I'm going to do with anybody to that ever does something like that to me. So I'm looking and I'm like, there's no fucking way you're serious. There's no way if I was to if I was to have punched him at that moment that he would have done anything. I mean, who does he think he is? He thinks he's fucking Tyrone Woodley. Coming off a great fight 
win with uh, Stefan Thompson. Look at look at Omari F is on the phone for for the audience. Omari F he's pretending he's running a business off his phone right now. He doesn't even know and what's going on right now. He he has one of those piece of shit. Look at look at his phone. He's got let me get get the phone for the audience. He's got this piece of shit like case. It's called Spec, and it's one of these little hipster things where you could put your gant damn freaking id and your credit card and all this shit you only can hold three things yeah. how useful how useful is that what what do you you, you can't look at this what is this you got to pay for things what is this it's oh a mugshot you know it's his mugshot i just learned something new about you what? I'm old. yeah you're fucking really old oh my middle name yeah <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh God, I I don't want to even tell the the audience the name. It's it says it's 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 totally he won't he won't even go into detail about it. That's how bad it is. Organ donor. You're an organ donor for for what for what case? Can you die of alcohol poisoning? Look at the weight. One fifty. You don't weigh one fifty five anymore. That is a guaranteed lie. That's what that's why I don't understand when they do these these cop scenarios. They they bring up the person who beat somebody up and they're like. He weighed this much. How do you know he weighs this much? When, when's the last time you weighed this person? Or his eyes are... I, I put my eyes were brown my hair were brown. That depends on the lighting. My eyes look black and my hair looks black sometimes. My eyes look hazel in some lights. You you could, you wouldn't be able to tell. I mean, what if I was that good? You look at me like I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm not fucking crazy, okay? What other MMA news do we have? I mean, at this point... Right now, with how so rude much. with how rude you've been this whole show he takes off doing god knows what in the bathroom for how long he was in there i mean he says he had to go use the restroom i mean come on dude you were in there forever i mean we have we have the whole controversy with what's going on with mma with the little fighters association that's fa- that's falling apart now do you think what do you what do you think they would do? Let's go into that. What do you think they would do if TJ was to say like, "Hey, I'm not against UFC anymore. Hey, I'm back." Do you think UFC would be like, hey, "Fuck you"? Well, he has to make something significant to show that he's pro UFC, not anti UFC. Because after beating Lineker, he went on his stupid little rant to say, "Oh." The UFC is rigged. I mean, not. yeah, he did say that in a nutshell. But I mean, let's let's be honest here. This, this is a a masculine sport driven by masculinity. And what I'm bring, why I'm bringing that up is because guys are very different. Guys will get in a fight. I know this from my own personal experiences. Many guys I talk to. We don't hold grudges in that same way. Like if it, if there's money behind it, like if we were to get in a fist fight today. And tomorrow you're like, hey, bro, there's a business opportunity. We could go on with Dana White tomorrow, ESPN. I need you on there. You're down to come with me. I'm not going to be like, well, fuck it. You said all these mean things about me. And you said my shirt didn't look nice. How dare you? My <laughs> hair was perfect that day. And so was my shirt. How dare you not recognize I got a haircut? But like, why would I even say some crazy shit? I'm just instantly going to be like, oh, yeah, sure. Come, dude, pick me up at this time. Or, oh, yeah, I'll meet you up. Or anything else, like if we got in a huge fight about something mediocre, about, I don't know, Taco Bell. We just went to Taco Bell. So you're like, dude, we went to the wrong fucking Taco Bell because we got a huge fight, right? Three minutes later, we're probably like, 
hey, you want to go see that next fight coming up with Tito Ortiz and, you know, Chael? I'm like, yeah. What time you want to go see it? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. We work it all out. And it's like, we're back to business again. Yeah, that's that's the kind of mindset is back to business. So that's what I'm kind of getting at. I think, yeah, he's putting on this little emotional show that, oh, gosh, oh, the emotions and oh, my feelings and I'm being hurt by the UFC because they're not fair. They're not fair. But I think if it came down to it, I think TJ has the opportunity to be a man. And I think he could pull it off to where he could be like, yeah, I'll, I'll work with you. You're going to give me this fight? Sure, sure. You're going to give me a fight with, with whoever and give me the interim belt, whatever. Sure. Yeah, and he has to get on the good side on, on Dana's side. You know, because after that rant, Dana went on Fox and said, oh, TJ said that this shit's rigged. So let me prove him right. Let me give Dominic the rematch and prove him right. Well, I think this comes back to negotiations. This is how good are you at negotiating? I think when they came to Cowboy, there was things on the table for both people. Both sides want what they want. And you're not going to get exactly what you want, no matter what position you're in. Um, so you got to be able to have some leeway, some flexibility with it. So that's exactly what I think TJ would have to have. TJ would have to be like, all right, I'm going to give up this, but hey, you guys are going to give me this. So th that's why I'm meeting you at this point. Who do you else? Or actually, you know what? Why do you think Kane's on this fighters association? Is it because he gets injured so much and he just he wants gets somebody? injured so much. And <laughs> I hit the nail on the head. And the UFC is not paying for his surgeries. What was he going through transformation? I mean, you know, like, look at that camp, a.k.a. Khabib, injured. Rockhold, injured. DC, injured. Kane, injured. Those are huge names right there. So you're saying that his, his whole camp isn't really able to make money consistently because of They're doing injuries. something wrong. They're doing something wrong. Because if you're, if you're in a team that's always getting hurt, not once, not twice, but multiple times. Something's wrong in the camp. Something's someone in there is telling them, "Oh, just you know, kill each other." And they're in there fucking killing each other, and they come out all hurt. And the way it works in the UFC is, if you get hurt during a fight, they will pay for you know the hospital bill, right? Yeah, with it. But if it's on your own time, the UFC is not responsible, and that's what's happening. These fuckers are getting injured. The UFC is like, you know what? Do that's you think they're you, circle jerking too hard? Is that what's going on? Something's going on. Everybody's getting hurt. I mean, if it, you're 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 the one who's setting this up. I, I mean, if they hopefully they don't get mad at me because I'm not making this insinuation. There you are. I mean, you were saying that everybody in this camp's getting hurt. So they are. Well, Khabib was out. DC, you know, how many times has he pulled out of uh, out of a championship fight? I thought you were gonna say pull out of something else, but. <laughs> Luke Rockhold injured. Kane Velasquez injured. I, okay, can you fake injuries though at this point? Yes. Okay, that's what I was gonna get at. Yes. No, I feel like it's sometimes it seems so coincidental. Like like oh, I'm gonna go into this fight. It looks like I'm gonna lose. Oh, I'm injured. I can stay champion for a little bit longer. There is that, and just other people in general, right? They'll they'll sign a fight. To prove that, hey, I'm man enough to fight this person. 
Right. Let's say, you know, uh, I'm fighting uh, Robbie Lawler, right? Like right now, at this moment. Right? I mean, you wouldn't be fighting him. You just stand there and get hit, but sure. Okay, let's go. Yeah, so I could be like, I'm going to sign the agreement to prove that I'm not a bitch, that I'm going to get in there and fight. Okay. And I know that fucker's going to fuck me up. Okay. And I go training, right? Right. And I say, oh, fuck, I'm injured. My leg's broken. I can't fight. I got to pull out. But I'm not a bitch because I signed, but I'm pulling out. I can't fight. Sorry, bro. sorry, Robbie. I can't fight. My leg is injured, but you know, if I, I'm gonna been, go stay in. If stay it hadn't in my been house. injured, I would be totally down to fight you. Yeah, like all these fucking badass shit on Twitter. Like, I'll fuck you up, but but not right First now. First round, but not right now. Let's wait till you <laughs> get older, where you can't take hits anymore. Wait, let's wait till Yasada comes in. Then I'll fight you. Yeah, let's do this shit. <laughs> So yeah, injuries. Uh, man, you know you. Could, some fighters you could tell like this fucker's not injured. He's stuck in a. Who 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 do who do you say? Most recently, Brian Carraway, Misha Why? Tate's boyfriend. Because he's one of those guys. Give me the title shot, blah blah blah. But you don't see him fight ever. I'll fight this guy. I'll fuck you up. You know, let me sign the the contract. I'm hurt. <laughs> the fucker this fucker steps out of lego and he's like oh shit critical injury critical injury fucking <sighs> misha gets a surgery i i can't fight i just got surgery <laughs> i mean like i said she should have gotten the surgery i mean it makes sense for her i mean why not yeah why not so you think fighters have been using this to pull out a fight, to keep their belts. What about the people who have to fight them, though? What do you think? What do you think can be done to mend this? Is the there anything champion, that can be the done? champion should give up the, the the belt if they get injured? If if they get injured and they go out for a long time, yeah. You know, because but what, but if, what if they're tired. doing it? What if they're doing it to just get out of fighting that person? They're just you in, know they're one, in. the one person that comes to mind was Anthony Pettis. When he became the champion, all of a sudden he's hurt. You know, he goes out for a very long time. You know, just to stay stay champion. You know, I was a champion for two years. Yeah, motherfucker, you were you never defended. <laughs> you never defended. Then you come back and and you get your ass kicked. And then you lose again. Then again, again, again. You you drop weight to fight smaller men, and you get your ass kicked. He lost the last fight. When did he fight? Max, Max Holloway. Ah oh, man, he lost against Max Holloway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think I remember the talk about that before it happened. Okay. And he talked about yeah, that fight needed to happen. Who's Max Holloway gonna fight now? It should be Jose Aldo, but there's rumors out there that Jose Aldo's going to 155, so. That's another motherfucker that pisses me off. Here's a fucking Jose Aldo talking all this sh- shit about Dana White and UFC. He's going to leave. He's done. It's not fair. People are fucking bullshit fighters. Connor Lee's, oh shit, Connor left. 
oh connor was a bitch he couldn't fight me fuck i never I'll lost take out everybody i was the true champion 10 I'm, years undefeated 10 years yeah exactly it's like wait a minute now all of a sudden that connor is gone you feel all fucking tough again what's up what's up with that what's up with that jose i i i think i think like going back again the negotiation part i think he was trying to bite off more than what he could chew when him and dana talk because i i know people think he's really greedy but i think dana has a side of him that's very business to where he's gonna try to make it work as long as it seems like a fair deal for both parties or somewhat fair it's gonna yes dana's gonna try to get his way all the time of course any deal maker is gonna try to get their way or most of what they want first anybody's like that anybody don't come at me with that shit that you're not going to do that too when you're when you go and buy a car you're going to tell me you're if they're going to go down five thousand dollars and they're originally only going to go one grand down on the car and you got it for five grand less you're going to tell me oh shit i'm an evil person no you're just good at making a deal you were able to get what you wanted more than another party dana's he does that a lot so i think jose wanted the same treatment that he had before he lost to Connor. And I think they're like, hey, you you didn't look that good in that last fight, you know? And he's like, no, I'm still fucking number one. And it's like, not really. I mean, there's a new guy in town. There's this guy, a lot of people like him. I mean, you you couldn't even say what you needed to say in the fight you had to have a translator. And that kind of kills you in America because most people speak English in America. So, I mean... You got to realize these kind of things. I mean, at least that's the one thing I'll give Khabib is at least Khabib can speak English pretty well. You know, I mean, he has a Russian accent and some things he messes up here and there. But I mean, Khabib could go out there and say everything he needs to say and everybody's going to understand it because they all speak English too. And yeah. that's the way he could generate business for himself. Whereas Jose Aldo's out there and he's, you're like, I don't know what he's talking about. And the translator is like, oh shit, this guy speaks this language, shit. That he speaks Italian. Fuck, wrong translator. He says he really likes America. He <laughs> says he loves America. America is number one. Um, I don't know about Jose, though. I, I always feel like he's too old. He looks old to me. I know he's not. I know he's barely in his 30s, but he looks so old to me in the face. And then, okay, Eddie, yeah, he, he, he did really good against Eddie, but... Other than that, I don't I don't see him doing good. I mean, what is he gonna do in that division? Or not, wait, who did he fight last? Frankie Edgar. Why did I say it? Eddie. Nobody calls him Eddie. It's Edgar. So he goes up to one fifty five. And then who does he fight though? I mean, how does he make this interesting? If he really wants to make a name for himself. At 155, Nate Diaz. Oh, I don't see him beating Nate Diaz at all. Nate Diaz comes in a fight at 170. He's yes. barely going to come in at 155 and get annihilated. So let's 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 be more realistic. Who's he going to fight, and how how is he going to fight then? I mean, someone with the name and top ten, because you know he's the champion. So. He has to come in and fight someone top 10 at least. 
Not even. No, no, no. He doesn't have to top, find somebody top ten. He has to fight somebody top three. This is this is the thing I was getting at earlier. Well, you can't fight top three. You have no, Connor, Ferguson, and Khabib. Those are top three. Well, he's got to fight one of them, and I'm sure Khabib will fight. Him. What about uh or Ferguson? What about Alvarez? Eddie. That, that, that would be a good fight. They're both stand up fighters. Former champion versus current Eddie, champion. Eddie Eddie looks to me like he doesn't want to fight though anymore. Oh, he got that big Connor paycheck, and now he wants to take some time off. Yeah, I, I, I mean that was the big thing. I mean, that, let's be real about the politics of fighting. I think that's the whole thing that he was going into. It's the whole uh, Mayweather effect. The whole, the, the whole. I'm gonna talk shit. I'm gonna build this fight up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play my role, and then at the end of the day, you know, shit goes the way it was supposed to go, and I lose, and I get my paycheck, and. I'm able to spend more time with my family because that's what he was saying before. He want he didn't want to take an immediate um, title defense because he wanted to spend more time with his family. So now he has the money to do that, so he can go sit back and do that. I don't think Jose goes and fights Alvarez, but he needs to fight somebody. Who's Michael in the Johnson. Top three. No, Michael Johnson is good, but he's he's not somebody we want to fight. That's interesting point about Michael Johnson is why the hell was it so close at some points with him and Khabib? And now Khabib was like, oh, I really want... Khabib, you you didn't put Michael Johnson away in times you should have, and you got hit by Michael Johnson, and Michael Johnson is not that strong compared to Conor McGregor. I mean, I was like, dude, how are you, how are you going to come out here and say you're going to like annihilate Conor McGregor? If Conor catches you, you're like Ronda Rousey to me, dude. Not as that bad, but close enough to where the guy level of it's like, dude. If Connor catches him in a, f- a few, like you know, good hits, he's gonna fuck him up. I mean, he, Michael Johnson was hitting him, and I was like, dude, really? I was very surprised. I was very surprised to see him get rocked against Michael Johnson like that because it wasn't. It wasn't like Michael Johnson was like full fucking Superman hit. It was just like boom, boom, like little jabs here and there, and he was. It was connecting, and he was rocking back and forth i'm like this is looking like either either you're really strong and like we're going with the injury injury camp your injuries are catching up with you which is very bad or you need to work on your chin but you have a weak chin right now well you can't really work the chin you can work on the chin because when you get you work extra nights on holt boulevard you'll have a very strong chin Man, what do you know about? <laughs> you work extra nights down there. You'll have a strong chin. I, I could see Connor knocking out Khabib. I, that's what I think too. I I think because if he was like wobbly with Johnson's, you know, jabs, you know, Connor, you've seen Connor. He I've, puts people. Connor out. is the most underestimated fighter when it comes to his strength. I think in all of UFC. I think if, if we have to talk about anybody who's underestimated. That's why I think I like Connor so much is because I always love people who are underestimated. Like if if you had if we had like Misha Tate in there and Misha Tate is like winning consecutively and they're just saying she's not a fighter and then she goes up to Ronda and just like jumps up Superman boom and knocks her out. I'd be like, see exactly. But it's the same thing where I where I see Connor just putting in. I mean, when I saw him knock down Nate, he can say he fell down on purpose, but he didn't fall down on purpose. Let's be honest here. Let's be honest here. After seeing him do that to him consecutively and then doing it against Eddie. And Eddie was, you know, like that's a perfect example. 
because Eddie was saying, Connor, he's just a guy with the left hand. And that left exactly, hand put you down multiple yeah, no, times. Exactly. And and they made a meme off of it. Like Connor went super sane and he he hit him, hit him, and then he teleported and then he hit him again. Yeah, yeah. So if you got memed on, you got you got dusted pretty fucking hard. Yeah. And I think if he can if he can put the what is it that term? Put the brakes on Alvarez like that, he's gonna wipe out Khabib. Unless I mean Khabib was gonna wipe out Connor if we're gonna be fair, if he gets him to the ground. It's gonna be all over. Yeah. I don't think Connor has a ground game to get out of it. And I mean unless he's got that Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor fucking heart in the very first round, if he gets taken to the ground, he's definitely gonna get tapped out very quickly. But that's the that's that's the hard thing with wrestlers is they have to take it to the ground. They gotta close the distance. And that's a big advantage the striker has is the striker can keep their distance, keep striking, and predict when they're gonna try to go for a submission. And as long as they can do that, they have the, the advantage. They have the home field advantage. And I don't see Khabib beating somebody like Conor McGregor. A good fight would be Khabib versus Jose Aldo. I think that's a lot more fair. Those people match up very well. Uh, Aldo's, he proved himself against Edgar. He he came back, a lot more energy. He looked a totally different Jose. Um, now people say it's like the Jose I've seen before. I wouldn't say that. When he when he beat Zombie, the Korean Zombie. I mean, that was a showstopper. I mean, he fucked him up. That was the Jose we all know. When he fought Edgar, I was like, okay, he's not, you know, like he was when he fought Connor, but he's he's better. He's a lot better now. He, he's come back. He's not as what he used to be, but he's come back. Now, Khabib, I think, is on the same level where Jose can hit him a lot, but he's not going to try to do those huge, significant hits to try to knock out Khabib. And Khabib is not going to try to rush in immediately and try to get the submission. So it could make it for a very interesting fight for the first two, three rounds. I think for sure if that fight was to happen, it would end in the third or fourth round. I don't think it would go to the fifth round. No, it wouldn't. Who would you give it to, though? Khabib, definitely. Because he has experience at that weight? Experience, size, and technique. How do you How do you think it would go? So, so we're playing it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in which round? Which round are we calling it? They're in a third round or a fourth round? I don't think it would uh, happen in second. They're it, still playing safe in second round. Yeah, yeah. Like um, first round, definitely, you know, um, safe. Second round, a little bit more aggressive on Khabib's side. Third round, more aggressive. Fourth round, you know, Aldo's already gassed, tired, you know. You think Aldo's going to be gassed or tired? Yeah. Why? Because he's fighting at that weight? Yeah, and he's picking, you know, he's dealing with someone bigger. You know, 155ers usually walk around like 170 to 180. 145ers walk around like a 160 maximum. Wow, okay. So you think he's really going to be filling the weight then? Yeah. Okay, okay. So then at the end of the fourth round, keep going. At the end of the fourth round, you know, it's just going to be a complete domination where Aldo wouldn't be able to fight. How how do you think he's going to set it up? How do you think uh, Khabib's going to set it up? He's gonna definitely look for for a rear naked choke. But how is like I'm saying? How is he gonna set it up? You're not giving the, the audience what they want to hear. How they want to hear play by play how it's happening. How is it happening? Okay. <clears throat> so they start. You gotta clear your fucking throat for this shit. Come on, man. So they start <laughs> the fourth round. 
you know, fucking Aldo's throwing some jabs, freaking Khabib's doing the whole moving around, throwing a jab too, keeping his right hand next to his chin. And um, they're going to play around like that for a bit. You know, they'll play okay. around like that for a bit. And then you see um, Aldo try to go for a kick. He goes for the kick. Khabib catches the kick, takes him down easily. Aldo's going to look like he could get away from it. You know, he might be able to, like, get control for a little bit. But then, you know, just like every opponent Khabib has faced, they do one little mistake that Khabib sees and just completely takes advantage of that. So he'll do that. He'll catch a hand or an ankle and just take him down and hold him down and start like grinding him out elbows punches trying to better his position you're gonna see Aldo try to get away with it so he rolls he rolls to try to like stand up but Khabib is gonna be rolling with him and get his back and once he gets his back he's gonna get the hooks in lay him flat throw some punches he's not gonna get the choke right away but he knows that Aldo's gonna be tired by this time so he's going to be throwing some punches to the side of the head. You know, he's going to continue throwing punches a lot. He's not going to look for the submission right away. So he's going to be throwing left and right, left and right, left and right. So when when Aldo feels that he has to move, he's going to try to move. And that would put Khabib on his back, right? Okay. And he's going to continue throwing punches and slide his hand, you know, through his neck and get grab control of his head but still throwing punches with his i want to say left so he, he puts in the right in his neck throwing punches with his i mean okay. right under his neck throwing yes, punches left. With it's left. gonna be the fucking left not hard and he's gonna catch him like that and then well, he's, he's gonna, gonna lock it in okay, you know so he's gonna lock it in and it's gonna be one of those submissions where it's not under the neck it's on the chin but all this just gonna be like you know what fuck this i'm done he here's my neck Get the neck, and that's it. That's the end of the show. That's the end. And then he'll go on the mic, fucking Connor. No, that, stop that was the end of the show. That was. <laughs> that was the joke. I was, I was going with the joke. Like you were setting this all up, and I was like, "This is the end of the show." I was about to say, I said all that shit for nothing. Oh, now you guys know how he's gonna win. Well, hopefully everybody enjoyed that podcast. This is Chris SG, and this is that other idiot. But why do you call your friend like that, man? He's no, our no, guest. No, no, no. I'm looking at fucking you. You know I'm looking at you. Okay, go on. Okay, and then we have our guest. Nick over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to introduce. I had to be respectful. And then, so, we'll see you guys for the next one. And, uh, bye. <laughs>